Welcome back to Deadlands. Untitled series name pending. <laughs> when last we left off, the, uh, the team successfully brought down yet another threat to the city of Denver, Colorado. It doesn't sound prestigious, but it, it was. I promise. Our next mystery, <laughs> where did the sheriff badge go? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I have drawn my fate ships for the day, and I've drawn red, blue, blue. And it's time to draw your guys. I hope we go really far from Denver and the Revenant has to catch a train. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting on the train, spinning his gun. Well, he's got a month. <laughs> Axe gets... Red, red, white. Next in alphabetical order is Greg. Yeah. Greg gets... Red, white, and blue. Yeah! Oh, wow. Wait, but he's playing a Canadian. This doesn't make any sense. We stole your blue. <laughs> your flag is also red, white, and blue. No, it's no, just it's red, red and white. white. Oh, yeah, sorry. Were you thinking of France? I was thinking of England. Ah. <laughs> but, I mean, right. they do have the, you know, Queen of England is the monarch of Canada, so... Did you say what I got yet? I just pulled pulled your three. Oh. Uh, add another three whites to your four whites. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bad luck, man. I mean, Let's I guess, see. like, average and luck. Kevin, luck. Kevin gets red, red, red with blue for luck of the Irish. Hmm. Oh, no. No, no. That's not a blue chip. That's the black chip. <gasps> what does this mean? I think that's good. the legend chip. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, I, I can force a re-roll of things that can't normally be uh, re-rolled. Heal five <laughs> he wounds. He can't use it for experience, but that's fine, because that's the shittiest way to use a legend chip. By the way, I believe if you use it for the reroll ability, it leaves the pot forever. So, you know, keep that in mind. What now? If you use it for its reroll ability, it leaves the pot forever. Oh, but if I use it for... For just, like, for bonuses? A, for a high-quality bonus, it goes back in the pot? I believe so. Okay. And for Susan, who is now one chip away from, uh... From maximum? Yes. White, blue, white. You gotta fuck okay. up one of these rolls. Like, the sock returns to my way. desk. <laughs> yeah. Away with you, sock. <laughs> your purpose right. has been served. Alright, so you have been informed by your, uh, well, I'm not gonna say he's your keeper, but your representative from the Smith and Robards Corporation that, um, there is going to be a night train leaving the city of Denver, and it would be wise for all of you to be on it. Not in, like, a threatening way, just like, why would you want to be in Denver still? I didn't even get to round up a single posse, aside from the posse we already had. You brought us all a deputy, so though. it's about... It's probably about ten in the evening when the festivities wrap up for defeating the Revenant. Uh, Guillaume, you're feeling a little bit queasy. Just like... Slow and heavy queasy, or barfy queasy? Just like your stomach's unsettled, and it could turn bad at some point, but it hasn't quite yet. Yeah, I'll probably stay at the party, but slow down significantly. Sit down a lot more. Okay. And is there anything anyone wants to do in the town of Denver before you continue on to the next city? Uh, I want to get some supplies. Alright, name it. What you need. Uh, one you, sec. You go down to a little uh, general store owned by a, name, a man named Mark Jacobson. It's just stuff we talked about before. 
Uh, let's see. I need a sawed-off shotgun, asbestos, flash powder, dye, and uh, co- ghost rock and camphor gel. Can you get ghost rock this far inland? Uh, yeah, you're actually near one of the single biggest uh, consumers of it. Well, yeah, but I didn't think you could buy it. And it's also one of the biggest producers, actually. Salt Lake City has a rather large mine that they get ghost rock out of. It's why they settled there. Huh. Okay. I, for whatever reason, thought all the ghost rock was in not Los Angeles. I said no, that before fact, I was incorrect. Oh, okay. Yeah. I discovered last time that apparently, what was it, in the Kush region? Yeah, in the Hindu Kush. Right. Was, that was the first time Dr. Hellstrom found uh, ghost rock. Okay. So it's all over the world, just mostly concentrated in America. All the screams of the people of color we've killed. House uh, equal opportunity. There's there's white folks screaming. It, it was a whole yeah, country, I think. <laughs> or state. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, country, state, whatever. At this point, actually, that's not too far <laughs> You're <off>. right. <laughs> uh, I believe you are not quite in, but you are nearing the uh, the free state of Deseret. I believe once you cross over onto the uh, Utah border, you will be in Deseret. But it's been a while since I looked at my map of the Weird West. Well, this is where we find Joshua Graham, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Bud. <laughs> I'm looking for the the table to try to get an idea of what all this crap costs. So is Deseret the country slash area that has Salt Lake City, or is it all the West, or it is all of Utah? It's the Mormon okay. state. Gotcha. Yeah, it, gotcha. it is a state formed by Joseph Smith and Brigham Young. Gotcha. Gotcha. And now, gotcha. and now owned by President Brigham Young. Oh, Joseph Smith made it here in this timeline. Actually, I don't think he did, now that you mention it. I, I think just <laughs> yeah. Brigham Young is out there. He wasn't killed in the prison riot. He probably came back. Every <laughs> character comes back. Especially the ones who were specifically unable to come back. Because they took You guys their are never going to gonna stop giving this game grief about that. Yes, they had one rule. <laughs> and they break it twice. I mean, you have those two things in one setting. You have to combine them. <laughs> Wild Bill got shot in the back of the head, and he is back. <laughs> <laughs> he wants his guns back I mean Wilkes Booth is still gone right Don Wilkes Booth is still gone to my knowledge <laughs> but you never know alright so um, I guess yeah, I'm rather looking... than flash paper you probably find flash powder like for a camera stand uh, yeah that's what I meant the powder Okay. let's see a, and, a shotgun I... is 25 bucks for a single barrel I've I've loaded you guys up on cash. I I don't doubt that you can buy these things. Yeah, I guess it's just a matter of pricing. Maybe twenty five for the shotgun and twenty five for the other stuff I mentioned. Yeah, sure. All right, he'll come back with a big sack full of stuff. McShane just sort of looks at you. You look like you've been looting the town. I bought it, thank you. I believe it, but wow, I didn't think there was that much in this place. It's nothing too remarkable yet. 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 I do so love working with scientists. It's fine, I got an idea. That didn't help. <laughs> it's always the ideas that are the problem. Yeah, well, this pile of junk's gonna be my new light blast gun. What now? Light blast. Bla- For when you need a blast of light at a long distance. Like, like a signal fire? 
Yeah, but one you can shoot out of a gun. Like a, like a bullseye lantern. If you shoot it from a gun. If you like shot the lantern from the gun. Alright. Will it All right, do seems- damage? Uh, it, it, it'll be burning. It could probably hurt somebody. But that's not the main purpose. The main point is so that I can signal people when I see something and I don't have to get, you know, infected with smallpox. Well, you know. We took care of it. I, I do apologize that that happened. But in any case, you uh, might want to... We'll see. We might want to have people stay away while I'm making it. It should be, well, extremely combustible. Done and done. Wonderful. Don't have to tell me twice. So at the station at the south end of town, there is a... Well, it's the same train you came in on, although it's been considerably shortened. It's still emblazoned with the Union Blue logo, but um, there's been a number of cars taken off. Reasonably, of course, considering that they were ripped open by a worm. Oh, don't remind me. Oh, no one mentioned worms right now. This one is a fighter. (laughs) (laughs) It's wriggling all the way through. Better up than down? I don't know about that. I think you heard less when he was alive. It might escape. <laughs> yeah, when he was alive, he wasn't inside your gullet. He was not bigger, though. Oh, my poor gullet. <laughs> what did you do to my gullet? I only have one gullet. <laughs> I think. Boy, you aren't a cow. <laughs> is that what oh, a yeah, gullet is? Is? The, uh, <laughs> is the deputy there at the train station? I am. I'm a deputy. Not, not you guys. <laughs> the original deputy. Yeah, sure. Why not? He, he <laughs> He's got to see us off. I'm the sheriff. He looks at you expectantly, like glancing down at your sheriff's badge. Well, as this town's legally declared sheriff, I guess I'm going to have to pass the roll off when I leave. Sounds reasonable, sir. Hmm. Really? <laughs> uh, well, considering the last sheriff was a coward who... Gave up the badge at the sign, first sign of trouble. Hmm. <laughs> Staring into his eyes the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Unblinking for like a minute. Uh, there, are there any stray dogs around? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I hereby aboard this star to Lone Star, the sheriff dog. <laughs> uh, you're kidding nope I suggest you take care of him maybe he'll leave you the badge one day there's a long long uncomfortable silence <laughs> does the dog accept <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll attach the uh, uh, badge to a length of cloth and uh, offer him some meat and put the put the badge around his neck the, the the dog accepts. He salutes you. It does not comprehend, but it accepts. How could it possibly comprehend? Take care of Denver now, Lone Star. Good boy. Good boy. That's how you know he's a good sheriff. He's a grass with good and bad. The uh the train whistle goes off, and you can hear uh you can hear the beginnings of the uh the engines warming. The howl of ghost rock echoes along the uh, the countryside. Ah, the sweet sound of science. And he'll shoulder his bag and head onto the train. 
Alright. Uh, Clem. That's me. McShane stops you on the way in and, uh, just sort of nods backwards along the track. Clem looks kind of pale. Alright there. Oh yeah, just getting on a big rolling death machine. Nothing I can do if it derails or giant snake worms attack it. Should be fine though. Trust me, where we're going we don't need to be afraid of those snakes. That sounds ominous. Nah, you'll see. But anyway, um, I hear that posh fella is coming up on the next train. I think we're we're a day ahead of him, but I don't think it'll be long before he's on your tail again. Dang, nap it. Man's more persistent than a tick. Yeah, well, we create a new breed out here. New breed of ticks, new breed of, uh, lawyers? Not exactly sure what he is. I was expecting you to say prick. <laughs> that would have been nice. But anyway, probably ought to get on board. Yeah, thanks for the heads up. No problem. Part of the job. He gets up onto the, um, onto the, into the car, and, um, the, the wheels start to roll. The whole train lurches to life, and you can see that there's probably about ten cars to this train by now, and the, the, uh, seven carriage cars along the middle are fairly sparsely populated. Kill him. Yes. Uh, McShane comes up to you and sort of pats you on the shoulder. Um, we got a few hours on this journey, but uh, you're looking a little, little triumphant. Yeah, that's a word for it. Uh, you need to sleep this off, bud. Yes, that was the plan. Uh, is the uh, is the bar still on the train? Uh, yeah, but I think uh, well, cars eight through ten uh, got beds in them. If you're interested. Yes, I think I would use that first, and uh, then the other. Yeah, rest up, big man. Yes, absolutely. I. Yonder maze sings well, and sleeping is one of them. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> he'll kind of, he'll kind of like walk off the car, and then when no one is around, he'll muse to himself about how uh, he didn't get to tell anybody by the time he wrestled the demon yesterday, and he will tell it to himself while he goes to sleep. A good bedtime story for him. All right, so I gotta keep the camera on Guillaume for a bit for a minute. Nice. Uh, as you sit down for. Uh, for your well-deserved rest, you can sort of feel something tugging on the inside of your shirt, like a burr or something against your, uh, against the front of your stomach. Yeah, check that. Might be shrapnel or something. <laughs> uh, you you pull up the hem of your shirt, and sticking out above your navel, there's this small, shiny black object. Looks almost like a wasp stinger, except it's about an inch long, coming out of your stomach. Coming out of my stomach. Looks like it. Tug at it a little. All right. It's oddly satisfying to fiddle with, and soon you find yourself pulling on it, only to find a wrinkled beige appendage coming out of you behind it. At its size, you expect it to be covered in blood, but it's instead slicked with either pus or worse, something of its own creation. Regardless of your conscious efforts, your body's impelled on by that like primal biological urge to remove parasites, to remove what's wrong. Inches become feet, feet become yards. And soon you've removed enough mass from yourself that your skin hangs uncomfortably on your bones like an ill-fitting suit. And with one final yank, the flesh spire culminates in this gnarled, half-dissolved hand, its bones visible as it writhes in the air. And in the blink of an eye, it lunges for your throat, its fingers effortlessly piercing your skin. And as you feel its nails dig into your spine, you wake up, doused in sweats, to the sound of the train's brake shrieking. Yeah, he's gonna just be... (laughs) Cursing in what sounds like a French prayer, and uh, yanking your shirt up, checking all over. Yeah, you seem fine, but your forehead's aching, and so's your uh, so's your neck. 
stomach still a bother, or...? No, your stomach's fine. Looks exactly the same as you remember it. Yeah, he's gonna just kind of sit there for a minute, let that sink in, convince himself reality is real again. <laughs> I will stop grimacing out of character. Attempt to disbelieve. <laughs> I believe in myself and roll this belief. And by the way, everyone else noticed that those brake shrieks too. Uh, the train comes to a stop well before your destination. It can't have been more than ten minutes, really. So you got a far distance, out, a fair distance out of town, but nowhere near Salt Lake City. Clem probably lets out a yip when it happens. A yip. Yip. All right. Clem lets out a yip. What's your What's your and skill like in yipping anyway? Uh, Clem is above average yipping. <laughs> I'll have you. Take, and a couple down. of the uh, a couple of the railroad bulls, uh, they come out from the back carriages, looking kind of annoyed that they have to do something so soon along this trip, and they start heading out towards the front of the train past you guys. Mechanical trouble? Hmm? No, Mechanical they um seems like they shut it down on purpose. Oh, something in the way or something like that. Probably. Clem gets out their rifle. Wait. Do we have... Okay, because we're working with the... We can probably have weapons out without it being a big deal. Uh, the railroad bulls look askance at you, but they don't really seem to take issue with it. Alright. One of them shrugs, smiles. Eh, it's probably nothing. At that point, there's a, a horrible scream from the front of the ship of a young man. Yeah, it's probably nothing. Clem starts moving. Uh, yeah, they all, they all start running. Clem will have... The have Chester out. Alright, that's the smaller one? That is the Winchester rifle, yes. Right. Cool. The Whitworth is named Jezebel. That's right. (laughs) Alright, is anyone else following along, or just sort of hanging back, making sure everyone's alright? Yeah, Gam will go. He wants the distraction. Unless there's like an actual panic among the other customers, or riders, or whatever the term would be. Patrons. Uh, Patrons, there you go. Uh, Then she'll check it out. They seem nervous, but it's not outright there's a worm knocking the train over yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we take these little victories where we can get them these days. True enough. My stomach hand is yeah. killed again, I know it! <laughs> Missy will follow, too. Yeah, that's it. It crawled out of you and is now attacking Oh yeah, the dream customers. is real now, exactly. Yeah. That's why it's gone now. <laughs> it's escaped. <laughs> it couldn't be held by the gullet for long. It's Freddy everybody. What? <laughs> Alright, what about, uh... Gabriel. He'll follow along in a manner of speaking. Oh, um, is the healing times in this game, like, stupid long? Am I still... How are you doing? Uh, well, I was at two wounds a couple hours ago, in the various bits of me. I think I had two in the chest and head. Um, I'll say with a little bit of seeing two by, uh, by whoever wants to take a look at you, you'll be fine by the end of this train trip, but you'll still have those two wounds for now. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, I did minor surgery... Last session? Yeah. That was put me down to two, yeah. Either way, I'm, I'm not expecting this to be a very dangerous thing. No worries. Just want to know what disadvantage I would be at if I was at one. Sure. Alright, so by the... T- it's not even dangerous, and I'm rocketing to the front of the train. Really? <laughs> Alright, give me a... Uh, give me drive... Well, it's dangerous now. <laughs> give me drive jetpack. Because you're flying with a flare gun over everybody. I mean, it's a, it's a scream. I don't have the flare gun yet. I'm gonna have to make that. Don't worry, there will be, if you may, if you do good on this, there'll be some benefit to it. Uh, six. Alright. And it does not malfunction. You do it, but it's messy. So, 
you rock it through, you've had a small amount of experience at this, and it's going pretty well up until the point that one of the uh, railroad bulls tries to slip into the third car from the fourth in front of you. Luckily, it's pretty easy for you to just sort of jam your hand into the side of his face and push him off to the side before you rock it into him. Although if it's the same arm you, uh, if it's the same arm you elbow dropped on the Revenants, then it might hurt a bit. Yeah, probably. So you make it up to the first car faster than anybody, which is, um, which is luckily enough, the, the car that has the side door open. And you can see that the person who was apparently checking outside is sort of lying down against the, uh, against the stairs out, trying to fight off this, uh, desiccated looking man that's clawing at his skin trying to bite at him and you can hear the sort of quiet groaning of a few more men outside yeah desiccated looking men he'll grab his pistols all right you want to take a shot before uh before this poor this poor stair boy goes down of course all right make a shot four three sixteen Oh no, 3, 16, 3, and 5. Okay, the 16 and the 5 will hit, and let me roll a d20 twice. Alright, you are luckily enough not impacting the person below. But sure, roll me damage. Hey, that's good. It's better than, uh, better to be shot than bit, I think. 11 damage to the 2, or, or no, to the 3... Or I guess it's five for plus two for a height. Sure. And uh, four damage to the four. All right. So you pepper pepper its legs with uh, with rounds, and that's enough for it to sort of flop off, and enough for the person lying against the stairs to sort of push it back out of the train. What the hell's going on there? I, I, I don't know. Where'd he come from? Outside. I was just going to check. Not again. And he sort of kicks out and hits the uh, hits the rather frail-looking fellow in the gut and knocks him out, lays him out onto the the dirt outside. More undead, man! This sheriff better clean up this town. Undead? Ah, uh, maybe he's just thirsty. Either way. What? Either way, it's too late Either for way. him. Put him down. <laughs> he he scrabbles out, um, clambering onto the steps and pulling himself in. And it's pretty easy for um, pretty easy for you and the swiftly approaching railroad bulls to make a sort of blockade on the door. Just so I'm sure, railroad bulls are like train bouncers. More or less. Usually, they're just sort of like a form of traveling railroad cop. Sometimes hired by sometimes hired by the state. Sometimes hired by the railroad company themselves. Sure. They I... they keep the peace <clears throat> on trains. As in the well-known hobo slang, rousted by the bulls. And how in the Big Rock Candy Mountains, all of the railroad bulls are blind. That was the only place I've heard that phrase before, and that's why I thought I knew what that was. And man, that, right. that song has a fuck the police tone to it, doesn't it? The, well, I mean, all the cops got yeah. legs. <laughs> More or less, yeah. How the jails are made of tin or something like that? I can't remember. The jails are made of tin. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you walk <laughs> in. <laughs> but yeah, they are the sort of enforcers on trains to protect the people or kick off... Uh, rail jumpers so uh the others what are you doing um the train is stopped by this point so at any point you can get out the side of the car yeah then at the closest available door the side you know get out and look down to see what the issue is look yeah. down the the rail that is not down the ground 
you can see about um you can see about eight people um black figures in the in the moonlight trying to push their way into the cab but not having a whole lot of success one of them is trying to get to his feet but is physically unable to as they've been shot up with lead uh can i figure that these are undead of some kind or I, I, I guess I guess I'll make an occult check and yeah, see if I it, know what the hell these are. Sure, go for it. One sec. That's knowledge, right? Yeah. So I made a bit of an assumption, but since my character was at Gettysburg, uh, yeah. yeah, he would have seen the second battle of Gettysburg. I'll do an occult check too. Okay, just sort of poking your head out, see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Twenty twenty-three. Twenty-three. I mean, I don't know if I need to now. Let's see. Kingdom, genus, phylum, <laughs> species. Grave selkies. Yeah, five. So, yeah, good. I'll say that uh you've you've rolled well enough that you know they're you know they're undead, specifically uh the vernacular of zombie. And if you pull them in and do like an autopsy on them to figure out more then that check will count for that too. Okay. Um I have a I have I have an odd question. Of course. Um, Deadlands. No questions or odd questions. Fair enough. Every question's odd question. Given, like, what is the terrain? What I'm looking for in particular is a feature that would injure them if they were to walk off of it. Oh boy, just to the west of Denver. Like, if there's a canyon or a some crevice kind of that happens to be kind of large and deep. Tall, cl- you know, a tall cliff, something like that. Um. I would assume not, because railroads are usually built yeah. where it's easy to build them, but... Yeah. Just, yeah. I'll say that nearby there's, like, a hill you can they can roll down, but it probably wouldn't be lethal. Uh, what do we know about Deadland zombies? Are they fast zombies, slow zombies, hate fire zombies? Uh, well, with a Nicole check like that, um, Mina knows that... Uh, you know they're zombies. Mina knows that they... Don't respond to much except being shot in the head, at least not in terms of lethality. And uh, they're reasonably fast. They're not. They won't like outright sprint at you, but they're not slow. They're not the shuffling dead. Okay. okay then at least not typically. These ones seem to be a little slower for some reason. Maybe they're okay. a little old. I don't know. <laughs> just gonna move out a spell, and then you know whatever seems reasonable, uh, just to get them away from the train, and then siren song. Okay. What does what? Uh, <laughs> the fuck so you Siren Song makes them, depending on how good my my hand is, they need to resist a spirit check. If not, then as long as they're not being actively attacked, they've got to wander towards me initially, and then every round I can move the the source of the song, like uh, take twenty five feet or something like that. Nice. Uh, all right, roll it. All right. And I'll I'll just roll for them as a group because I don't feel like rolling for eight. Fair enough. And I, I, I just assume that any one of them that that get actively shot stop because an attack or damage uh, stops you from being affected. You, right, you don't do just you, con- you know crowd control everybody. Do you inform anyone to stop shooting? Uh, I mean she'll shout, but I don't know how far ahead the group that's trying to push them off the the uh, uh, a, cu- train a couple is. cars and it's relatively quiet now that the trains calm down yeah that and i assume the siren song will be uh loud enough so let's see and it's only uh things you designate uh i'm checking that right now actually <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, the, the zombies are walking there and then suddenly <laughs> jetpack <laughs> actually hold on 
Um, it's gonna music meister this. <laughs> hmm. Uh oh, she'll shout. Uh, uh close your. Uh, like uh. What you Have your ears? If there is wax nearby, put it in your yeah, ears. Plug your ears. That's it. Put cotton in. I'm just trying to figure out how to say it. Fast. Tie yourself to the wheel. Yeah, anyone okay. anyone who can hear me, plug your ears. And then she'll... Uh, so yeah, they get a plus... Uh, oh no, they just... Assuming they're unable to hear when the hex is cast? I don't know how good plugging their ears is. People with bad ears get a plus four? I don't know. Uh, I'd say everyone can roll spirit plus six. That seems fun. Okay. And let me just I make sure I'm okay this is a... that. Oh, this is a mean hex, actually. Ooh. Okay, I'm a little worse at it's that. A mean old hex. I have no idea why they chose that instead of like charisma. So do Wait, I just mean roll is charisma. one of my spirit die <laughs> or all the dice that I have in spirit as the whole? All your dice in spirit. Plus six. And 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 pick your best. Uh that's a thirty-five? Oh gee. You got a you got a ten and a twenty-nine on D sixes? Yeah. The 10 makes sense. The 29. Listen, my, my song is not the song of his people, clearly. You rolled a six four times. I don't speak the language of your song. Well, it's probably demonic. So. You, you rolled four sixes and then a five. <laughs> and then you add six to that. Um, okay, did Susan so... bust? Um, um, I'm even. I'm not more than. It's... Ooh, hold on. I think it's more than anything else, or if it's more than your total. Okay, well, well, hold on, hold on. I'm still playing poker here. I got an eight card hand. Yeah, it might it might not so, it might not even cast it. Yeah. So let's. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm gonna check out the uh, the, the player's handbook. <laughs> yeah. I got two pair. Two pair. Uh, what does that mean for anybody? I'm looking. Because <laughs> uh, it's it's pair then jacks. Pair um, jacks, and then what's the next one? Is that two pair? I think it is. Okay, That's so that makes pair, the spirit yeah. that makes the spirit roll nine. If the majority of your bones are ones, you've gone bust. Majority so yeah, of it's bones. A, it's nine difficulty spirit roll to not follow the sound. Did we? Did you say we get a bonus on this? Plus, Plus six. six. If you if, if you, you plug your ears. Okay. Yeah. Actually, Gabriel probably can't, depending on how quick the warning is. All right, he's got his guns out. His jetpack out, yeah. Yeah, he might not be able to hear in the first place. Yeah, he's got a lot of screaming going on. <laughs> what the hell? Let's just see where this goes. <laughs> How does half apply to bust? Yeah, does it have to physically oof. be more, or? Uh, it depends on if it says at least half. If the majority or more of your half. bones comes up at ones, you've gone bust. That's, okay, so I it's guess not the majority. Not, yeah, like, cool. It's your grand total, not your number of numbers. <laughs> Roll a bubble die. <laughs> don't roll a bubble die that's so don't stupid that. I mean, it makes sense like from a probability perspective but no. yeah but I don't want to do it <laughs> no yeah guts a yeah that's right guts? no this is just spirit, spirit. Oh, sp it's just spirit raw yep. spirit yeah oh yeah that's right I got an extra die in tail tails so I wouldn't bust what? so easily that's right you guys don't have a 3d10 in that <laughs> <laughs> I got 3d6 I ain't bad at it <laughs> I'm, I'm a huster and I'm planning to go into Blessed. <laughs> I'm gonna spend one of my white chips to reroll that. Mighty fine. Or to spend. roll another one. There you go. Uh, wait, what was the bonus for? Up, remember, you got okay. six. Like, you, you, you beat you it. You do have seven white chips. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, six now. But yes, I beat it after that. Cool. Yeah. 
All right, so yeah, anything needs to make a spirit roll a nine or else it follows a song. Let's hope the undead do, and let's hope that uh, Kevin do uh, doesn't. What did he roll, anyway? He rolled a six. Uh, roll I rolled a six. A six. But he ha oh, you're fine. He either has a plus six or he has the screaming jetpack, so... Eh? Or you're probably fine? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll say... Yeah, I'm going to say that... Um, I'll it, say you're all fine. Like, she's learned a fair bit of, like, weird... Uh, like a bit of uh, like Chinese style sorcery and sort of like kimosabi and stuff like that. So I'm just gonna say it sounds like a weird uh, what's it a, a gukin guchin like that uh harp that you play sitting down. Uh, kind of like a zither. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, weird broad just... pick kind of thing to it. Yeah. Neat. And uh, yeah, so just one long note of that. All right. Everyone looks a little bit confused, but in indeed the uh. The scraggly-looking men start approaching your position. Does anyone do anything? The the the, the slender fellows are well. You know they're zombies. The zombies leave the leave the door of the train. Well, Guillaume can't know that, so he's gonna we... see these poor these mosses going after uh, Mina. He's gonna try and chop one's head off. Uh, since we appear to not be sort of in combat time here, she's just gonna move whatever's reasonable away from the train every round and continue to sustain it. Okay. You might be faster. Okay, anyone who wants to make an attack, make an attack. Missy's going to look at Mina and be like, uh, what do you suggest from here? I've got this. Gabriel will fly overhead and follow uh, Mina's lead. You can pick them off one at a time. Just don't. Just make sure it counts. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what? I mean, a six is a hit. Yeah, I'll keep it. I mean, like, it hits. That's all that matters, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with it. So, uh, my damage. Mon damage. Okay. 30? 30? Those D6s are lively tonight. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, where? Oh, D20 um, plus 2. Yes. The 10. It's the what? gizzards or something? Uh, 12, because it's a fight in ah, chess. Yes. So, I want to say it's the upper guts. Cool. Uh, dead. Dead. It's dead. More dead. Re-dead. You're welcome. Yeah, you, you just sort of put your blade into it and sever its spine. Does it, like, it, stop moving, or a, is it still being a zombie at it, me? It falls over and sort of twitches and wobbles like it's still trying to go for you, but it doesn't really have any anything left in it. Yeah, get the head just in case. Yeah, that, that finishes yeah. it. So would anyone else like to do anything, or do you pretty much figure they've got this handled? They, they've got this handled. Um, I can't do anything other than concentrate, so I'll just keep... Like, if they get even 20 feet away from her, she'll just move it to the side. Yeah. And just, yeah. Uh, technically, they can break out of it. Uh, it's like on, on their turn, they can make another spirit roll or something? Probably. Against the original TN, probably? Yeah, I thought... Am I... Hold on. Uh, oh no, no. As long as it's maintained, those who fa fail the initial roll remain under the effect of the song. Uh, obviously you can't attack or damage them or else it stops. Um, wow. This sounds victims... like something I'm really gonna regret you picking up. <laughs> victims follow the song until it leads them into danger, such as off the edge of a cliff, at which point the subjects make a new spirit roll against the TN with a plus three bonus. So yeah, I won't leave them off a cliff, I'll just keep them busy. Sure. Yeah. I don't know, at a certain point it feels like that might be dangerous, just leading them along while they get take get pot like, shots taken at them if, if this if this was like a, le a legit group of 
people, they'd probably be worried by the shots at them. Yeah, yeah. probably. That's fine. They go off the cliff, then they follow you for, like, days back in the town. <laughs> no, no, I, I more intended this to, like, get civilians away from friggin' bad shit happening. Yeah. Uh, Clem, you sounded like you were sort of thinking about doing something? Uh, I mean, if I'll probably just aim at them for a while until uh, it seems like it's reasonable to shoot. Yeah, it's not too long before you can line up a good shot. You've, you've, I'm sure, shot things at this distance quite a bit, practicing with Jezebel. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, feel free to roll an attack. Well, I mean, or if they're just gonna... If they're going to be under the, the spell of the thing, then... Can you not roll a six at this point? Uh, I'd be rolling plus six with... And then also rolling like 5d12 or something. Yeah, that sounds like damage. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just Can we assume a call shot to the head? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that'll be 6d8. At this point, I'm just sort of curious if you beat uh, Guillaume's damage. <laughs> Let's find out. Two extra dice for head. Yeah. 44 damage. Ooh, boy. That's gone. It's gone. Head's gone. <laughs> no more head. That's a spicy zombie ball. The rest of it collapses. So, I'm just gonna say that, uh, over the course of the next minute or so, <laughs> uh, the... they are sufficiently taken down. Uh, the train whistle begins blowing again, now that there is presumably no obstruction in front of the train. Does anyone want to do anything with these bodies? Is um once once I'm close enough, uh, like, cause I guess from a distance you knew they were undead. Uh, just look at them. Like, I guess once she has a close look at them, like, is there anything in particular about them that um, she either recognizes or doesn't recognize? Like, sure. All right, so. You did really good on your academia cult check, so you can probably even identify the source of these zombies. Um, they walked here from Spooky Town. You are not far off, actually. <laughs> you, see, you see that um, their feet are in especially bad shape. They both look waterlogged, you could sort of almost as if they have trench foot, but they've also been sort of rubbed raw and almost down to the bone by sand and rocks. And notably, you can tell that there's no real death wound on any of them. So all these together imply to you that these were, um, that these zombies walked all the way from Louisiana from Baron Simone Lacroix's operation. Oh, they're like black magic voodoo zombies. Right. Okay. <laughs> You've heard stories of uh, zombies like these guarding the Bayou Vermilion trains, although they would never publicly admit that. Isn't that more than a thousand miles? Yep. Damn. Guillaume will check why the train so, yeah. stopped also. The train stopped because of these Were they like in the tra tracks or did they throw something in the way or were they just walking in the uh, side? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You talk to the engineer question. just like, yes, they, they, they were just men walking along the tracks and luckily I had the, I had enough t track in front of me to stop, but maybe I shouldn't have. Well, better luck next time. Yeah, next time just run over anybody on the tracks. That'll work out. Well, I mean, in hindsight, right? No, you did fine. Um, is there any sort of outward sign of their nature? Like, I don't know, do they need, like, a specific, uh, 
you know, just some like sigil on them somewhere or as near as you as near as uh, you know from your studies, um, Bayou Vermilion zombies seem to be chemical in nature. Right, like a like a weird mind paralyzing powder of some kind. Yeah, something you drink or inhale or something like that. Okay, well, yeah, she'll inspect them for a while, um, assuming no one like comes up to check them out with her when she gets back inside. She'll be like, yeah, those those were a long way from home. Those are um, not sort of not what you'd normally see around here. Those are uh, a technique particular to uh, sort of some twisted versions of you know religions. Um, Bio Vermilion uses them in particular. Are you saying they came from Louisiana? Uh, yeah, their feet were in unfortunate condition, even for the Walking Dead. That's a hell of a walk. Yeah, well, when when one says Walking Dead, one means it in this case, I suppose. And no one saw them the entire time they came here. That that is the really the troubling issue here. Um, I I don't know how yeah. much there is between here and there. They could have just got lucky. McShane walks up. Yeah, there's a lot of nothing in Texas. Don't let Texas hear you say that. They know. They're <laughs> proud of it. They have the they have more nothing than any other state. I guess. Um, when does Bayou Vermilion's area of control stop? It stops somewhere in Texas, huh? Um, a little bit west of Texas. I want to say they around Tombstone, Arizona. Oh, they got through to Arizona. Weird. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, strictly speaking, while they may have walked from Louisiana to uh, at least as far as Tombstone, um, they might not have, you know, just... I doubt whoever controlled them just said, walk you to Utah uh, or Colorado. These might be from as close as Tombstone, maybe closer than, you know, whoever's controlling them. Just sort of loose them on us from here. That's my guess anyway. Otherwise, like you said, they someone would have spotted them and they would have been easily dispatched as they were right here. We're just about straight north of El Paso right now. I think Vermilion runs through there. Ah, it still seems a little far. Sure sure does, especially because it'd be going through uh, through, through uh, the Santa Fe-El Paso Railroad at this point. You think someone would have saw them? Yeah, no, no. If I had to guess, I'd say that there's someone local. Maybe took some zombies with them. Give me a minute. I'm doing some map work. Okay, never mind. I was seeing if they would have had to cross the Grand Canyon, and it's... Just a touch more west than they probably would have had to go if they came from Tucson. Or not Tucson, Tombstone. Cool. Well, nothing for it, I guess. Can't see anything else out here. Calming the desert for a uh, Bayou Vermilion associate, I suppose, is something to look out for. Yeah, rather not we had to to do that, especially when our next stop is our destination. I don't think there's anything to be done for it, but maybe send a warning out to all the other trains on this line. Yeah, I'll get on the telegram as soon as I get back. Maybe Denver's new sheriff will do something about it. We'll see. He's a good boy. <laughs> bring a bone with you. I Iobi does not bring bones back with him. <laughs> Still twitching. Well. Wow. Alright. Everyone alright? Yeah. Perfect. Yes, more or less. Quick thinking up there, Gabe. I think you saved that boy's life. I hope so. I hope he's glad he's alright in any case. Besides, it wasn't exactly a thinking sort of thing. Clearly. But it worked out. I'm going to get back on this train before it leaves without us. Hmm. Best not. Hmm. Yeah, okay, I'm going to play this card. 
you have a card? Uh, no, emotionally, like uh, like a, a, a idea. I was been tossing back and forth a bit. Uh, once they're on the train, Guillaume's gonna go to Clem. Kind of like, oh, sweet character development. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Take it by a shoulder. Clem ain't got time for character development. I was thinking of somebody, but she's been the one most vocal about it, and he's like, uh, "Excuse me, uh, Clem, yeah, yeah." I have a <laughs> asking asking their name. <laughs> Double checking, yeah. They haven't talked particularly, I believe, but he clapped on the shoulder when she was covered in burn scars the one time. But whoops. Um. Yeah, he says, "Uh, uh no, I think you seem to be a a, a man, well, a boy of a." Uh, some knowledge of the uh, unnatural. Uh, tell, tell me, do you know anything of a uh, perhaps a monster or uh, a, a uh, things that would uh, uh, come out of your stomach with a hand and? Ah, uh... uh, yeah. Some might call that a gut silky. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I gave it easy up there. Uh, let me roll a quick check. Like this thing that comes out of your stomach. Probably not the Jersey Devil. <laughs> I only got the two books, so... What do I get for a six? For a six on an occult check? A xenomorph. Are you trained in that? Mm-hmm. I forget. Yeah. Okay. Like, barely, but mm. yes. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> A little yes. bit. It's little what's funny to there. me is that he went to Clem, who has 1d10, versus, like, Mina, who's got, like... 4d12. Oh, yeah, there's there's so many better people to do it for, but she's been the yeah. most vocal about it. <laughs> That's true. It's just like Clem, true. It's just like... Clem's uh, the obvious authority. It's like Guillaume telling stories. He's not the best at it, but he's gonna do it all the time. I respect that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Missy being just talks from, to demons and make them not lie to her. Being from the South, you have, um... You've heard of something that... It's sort of a parasite that exists in stagnant water called the Texas Tummy Twister. It, um... It, oh my god. You, you, you drink it and it latches into your stomach and sort of emerges out of the skin as sort of a mouth. Like a skin sarlacc. But not a hand. You ever seen that Star Wars movie? Yeah, it's playtime is why. <laughs> well, it's like that sarlacc, but for your stomach? No, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, La yeah. return to Jedi. <laughs> uh, there's the, uh... Texas Tummy Twister. That's know, a real bad one. I don't know any of the words you said to me. Well, Texas is a state. I'm in Texas. <laughs> he doesn't know. He might know where that is. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Back, back up. Back up. You lost me. You lost me at Texas. <laughs> what did you say you about Texas? You probably know what a tummy is. <laughs> and probably a twister. Um, up there, maybe. Hmm. Tornadoes happen in Canada. In blizzards, though? At the same time? Not everything is snow in Canada. It is in parts of it, actually. It, it, it is now. It literally oh, you're is. Right. My bad. Where Guillaume lived, us. it was nonstop snow. I mean, snow with, tornadoes happen. Awesome. With the midnight sun and the hot springs blow. <laughs> so that's what those words are. No. No, they're not. Oh. <laughs> uh. He's going to nod along to this. And... Yeah, no, it's basically something that lives in your belly, pops out like a big mouth. No, no, this, this was a things. hand. I don't remember a mouth. Well, what do you mean, this was a hand? Okay. <laughs> Wait, that's <laughs> Spanish? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also something in French, but it's not what I thought it was. 
I'm yeah, starting to doubt the said, veracity of your Frenchness. <laughs> I think he basically just said, Yeah, that's me out. Okay. Yeah, quell <laughs> or is what? Say, like, what is it? Yeah, Kesca say is, yeah, what was that? I mean, I. Brussels shows? Brussels Yeah, what do you. Hmm? What, what do you mean? But that was a hand? Do you see something popping out of someone's belly? Oh, no, not someone. Only mine, but it was a. I, I believe it was a dream. It was a. Something I ate, perhaps, in one way or the other. Oh, if it's just a dream of something popping out of your belly, then surely it's... You realize that it's probably some terrible nonsense, right? Yes, most likely. My, my dreams are usually not so uh, creative. Alright, so you probably have some kind of dream monster in your head. I was afraid of this. How do I wrestle it? Well, first you have to think about your innermost fears. I have not. Go on. Really now? It's, I think most folk have some kind of innermost fear. Like for me, it is also my current outermost fear, which is being on a goddamn train. Well, that sounds terrible for you right now. It's not fun. Working for a railroad company? I mean, it wasn't until recently that I've discovered I had this fear, as I did not ride that many trains. Really? Which one Which one caused it? Was it the zombies or the, the worms? No, it was the big old wormies. Okay, yeah. the train. Yes, it was quite a big deal, was it not? I mean, they were dumb it. Think about it like this. If we hadn't had a lot of fire to them and they just tore out the axles or something, that train was going as fast as it could, we'd just be dead. The train would tumble off the rails and we'd just die. Nothing we could do about it. Well, yes, but so would it be if you were riding a horse. If the horse you know, it takes a misstep, you, you fly away, you hit that rock, whatever. Oh, well, good. Now I don't like horses either. <laughs> well, I don't mean like that. I mean... Well, no, it's too late. <laughs> I take it back. Well, no, because I, I mean, if I'm riding a horse, I have some amount of control over the horse, right? If I were driving the train and it was stuck on no tracks, then perhaps I would be less consternated, because then at least it's my own damn fault yes, if I die. So we need a teacher to drive a train, I see. And have them go off the track. Did you miss that part? You know what? That's fine. I zone in and out a little bit, but I am still thinking of the hand, but this is helpful. Yeah, yes, so, I see. Okay, so once again... It's probably some kind of terrible brain monster. Uh, I rolled an 8. Does that tell me... Is it a dream selkie? You're reasonably certain it's not a dream selkie. <laughs> Alright, yeah, no, that's 50, true. 50. Then it would leave dream skin all over the place. It'd be real gross. Uh, so, dream to monster. What are we talking? Half and half? Odds? Or... I mean... Mostly dream, mostly monster? What is it? My guess is you're haunted by an evil spirit. I just realized we officially have the two dumbest characters figuring this out. Hey, don't you talk shit about Clem. <laughs> Clem ain't dumb. What's your, uh... I got two D8 smarts. Okay, you're not. Okay. We might still be the dumbest. I'm not sure everybody else has, but... It's very... It's, it's, it's likely. <laughs> I won't and it's also... It's pretty likely at this point that anyone else who wants in on this nonsense... Yeah, we've been going long lie. enough that someone walks through the car. Yeah, why yeah, would, why would any of us do that? And going, what's going on, boys? Now we're talking about, um, what do you call it? Brain demons. And our deepest fears. Terrible specters haunting your dreams. Hands coming out of your stomach. Tashed away a bitter black barb. Yeah, so stuff like that. Well, it's very healthy to talk about your fears, but why are you talking about your fears? Oh, well, he's got a... Yams have some kind of brain demon. Yes, but something will put something in my drink. Perhaps it was the, uh, the devil worm I ate, but something was in my... Gave me the dreams last night. That was a, a fleshy hand creature coming out of my stomach. 
Missy's got her lips pursed and her head tilted just so. I throw in cartoon friends once in a while with him. At the bad As someone who has the, like, uh, nightmare issue, she's kind of like, well, yeah, I have night terrors at five. Um, Were there any lasting marks, Gion? I thought so. Oh, yeah. You should look, see if there's any physical remnants. That's a really good sign that you're being haunted by some t- kind of terrible dream demon. I don't know, I think so. And he, like, lifts his shirt to double check. Or a dreamin, for short. <laughs> I'm um, learning so much today. <laughs> your belly's kind of itchy, but that, that could just be the fleas. Yeah. Them snow fleas carried over real well into the States. <laughs> They're like normal fleas, but white. <laughs> No, no, nothing lasting. I my my stomach feels better, as if something left it. Check the bed. <laughs> Shake your pillowcases. <laughs> the pillow was the worm the entire time, curled up. But I'm sure it is nothing. It is. Uh, you see, the worst seems to be passed, so to speak. All right. If you have it again, there might be something to worry about. But there's no lasting effects. Nightmares are common. See, Especially in these trying times. Yes, but I've, I've blown up and killed with my bare hands and eaten so many things before. This wasn't usual, that's all. That's all I say. But still, thank you for your kind words. Do both of you. I just want to make it perfectly clear. I'm big and I like to fight. Oh yeah, that's his thing. <laughs> He's like, now I'm going to go drink and eat raw meat like a real man. going <laughs> to drink raw meat and eat some booze. <laughs> Get stirred to a pace and do both at once. Oh. And grow a beard. Not, not like this <laughs> small hairless child man. <laughs> I'm gonna go be four times Clem's body weight. <laughs> Clem shrugs. That's fair. <laughs> then blows away right. on a light breeze. Flies like a kite um, out of there. McShane finds all of you uh, together or uh, individually, wherever you are, and tells you... Um, when we pass under the mountains east of Salt Lake City, I need you to meet me in the poker car. How but long I hardly is it? know her car. <laughs> Was that to all of us? <laughs> to, to each of you, whether you're with others or not. <laughs> Alright. Gabriel's gonna try to find an empty car to work on his invention. Um, the sleeper car, one of them, is is uh, is not full of people. Although, if, you're, if you work loud enough, you may still deserve, disturb the people in front and back. That's cool. He'll move, uh, like, upholstery or other uh, flammable objects a little bit away from a, a table or something. Ah, you're moving the upholstery away. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not have an incident. Do we have more just... beds and people on this train now? No, uh, there's not even all that many beds, just most of the people aren't really in the mood to be sleeping right now. And sleeping on a train is terrible, especially back in these times. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, are you going to, do you have any rolls to make? Uh, I haven't actually done this before, so yeah, I think first the blueprint blueprint roll. Yeah. There we go. Gizmos. Got the theory. Work that with you. Uh, let's see. Mad science roll against five. Uh, I do have science engineering, so I have a related one. Okay. Draw five cards from um, the action deck, plus one for every free raise, and a free card for each science aptitude, five or greater. Sure. Um, I forget. Was engineering the uh, your new science quarterly thing? 
Uh, no, that was long guns. That's right. So yeah, not using it on this one. I guess a shotgun is kind of like a long gun. But I don't know. And I'll if use conscience can take it. So can mine. <laughs> yeah, I'll use it. I'll use it if it's okay. Yeah, whatever. All right. So. So I think that's plus two on the blueprint check. Yeah. And I look over the roll twenty to see if you go bust. That would be sad. Twenty-three. Nope, twenty-three. <clears throat> okay, so, so that's it's a eight, good day for spellcasters today. Yeah, it's an eight-card hand if it's the same as Huxter. Uh, let's yeah, five so cards science, plus five. one for each raise and plus one for uh for each okay, science so aptitude. So plus one. Yeah, so nine so cards. Nine, and and I automatically can stop, like that. Oh, whatever it's called. Oh, okay. you can old hand. Well, it says you may not take. Well, it's old hand for Hawks. You may not take these extra cards if you don't wish to. So I guess you have to draw oh, five. Oh, you have to choose a. Yeah, I think you have to choose ahead of time. I'm gonna take them anyway. Yeah, of course. Why not go insane for a flare gun? I don't know. The the insanity chart kind of sucks. Yeah, well, I'll take that chance. He is, after all, playing a mad scientist. Yeah. It'd be well, a, if you do go half of, shame. If you do go insane. Half of it sucks in the unfortunate yeah. way, and half of it sucks in the not well-made way. Ace of hearts, jack of spades, five of diamonds, seven of hearts, three of spades, king of spades, three of hearts, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, king of clubs, nine of diamonds. Well, the worst part is, if you do go insane, now you have a flare gun as well. Uh, it's actually a kind of disappointing hand for nine cards. Uh, I think the best I can make is two pair, kings and threes. Okay. Uh, no flushes, no straights, no three of a kind. Yeah, two pair is all I manage. So what's that mean for you? Uh, I don't know. Two pairs. Uh... Does it fail? Uh, if I remember right, each of the hands goes to a complexity of item. Yeah, but like, if what I was shooting for was more complex than what I got... Then I suppose you fail for now? I could try again later, maybe? Slow progress? Yeah. Because that, that's only slight improvement on existing technology, which I'm trying to think I'll, of I'll what, say for, what we discussed. For now, for now you're stymied. But um, you can try again if you get like get to a workshop. Okay. All right. Well then. Yep. There's a small uh, there's a small flash paper fire, but luckily it's sitting atop a small lump of asbestos. Yeah. <laughs> ah, good asbestos. Is there anything you can't do? Goes <laughs> great in my well, coffee. This, is, this asbestos <laughs> is done. Let's just tear it up. <laughs> There's a reason they put best in asbestos. <laughs> I love the smell of asbestos in the morning. <laughs> <sighs> Sprinkle some of my coffee every morning. Okay. So, um, anyone want to do anything over the next couple hours that pass? Nah, I got mine in. Yeah. No. Get drunk at the bar, pissed off. <laughs> Clem will join him um. and uh, also get drunk at the bar. But more so that Clem can go to sleep. Yeah, the bartender looks at you. Oh, get used to it now, folks. Deseret's a dry state. God. I mean, I know it's near the desert, 
or something. Salt flats, wasn't it? God damn Mormons. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like dry as in no. Mm. No drinking. No booze. <laughs> dry as in not wet. Why would anyone do that? Part of their religion, I hear. <laughs> Don't they think that God loves them? <laughs> Two young men in suits come out of the back of the train. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be fair, given the evidence that the U.S. has given them, I don't think they do. Uh, at least beards are permitted. Well, you well, here. <laughs> what? <laughs> President Young. He's got the best beard since uh, General Burnside's. I mean, why would beards not be permitted? Because everything else fun is. Fair enough. I, I don't see the appeal, really. But if you'll excuse me, I was just informed that a poker car exists, and so that's where I intend to be. Missy nods and follows. Yeah, I don't care to lose any money, but uh, I'll watch some folks lose money. <laughs> I, I tend not to. Hey, just g- give me the bottle to go, and, and two glasses. I'm thirsty. Uh, bartender, is, is is there another bar in the poker car, or should I load up and bring it with? Uh, you might want to you might want to carry a drink back. Very good. What all do you have again? Since there's no alcohol. Well, we got alcohol, just not for long. Not when uh, we get to desert. Grand old USA on mistake, this train. My mistake. Got to lock it up when we uh, cross state borders. Yeah, I mean, the federal government would never outlaw alcohol. That'd be crazy. <laughs> There'd be riots, organized crime. That's that's, that's a folly of the. <laughs> Largest order. Do you have any champagne? Never happened. Champagne. I would. I would prohibit it. <laughs> Just a. Wait, you think? You think this is some sort of hoity-toity uh, bougie car? I mean, looks after Gabriel. He's probably taking everything else. Yeah, he he, he uh, only takes whiskey. He still got some whiskey, some rum. Uh, Not bourbon, because bourbon was in the Confederacy. <laughs> still got plenty of bourbon. I'll take some rum. I won't drink this this rebel Kentucky bullshit. <laughs> yeah, damn straight. I drink New England whiskey. <laughs> yeah, he, he he pours you some form of rum drink. She grabs the bottle after he pours his, his himself a drink. <laughs> I ship my drinking water from the south. Thank you very much. All right. So I assume you guys uh largely make it to the poker car. Yep. There's a couple of people sort of here and there playing little one-on-one games to pass the time. Off in one corner, um, McShane is sitting, but you can do whatever you like until the time he asks you to come by. He'll just sit there with an exclamation point above his head. <laughs> Bring me Please purchase DLC pulse. to continue. <laughs> you have to unlock the, uh, the Utah DLC to continue on. Uh, 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 no, no, it just went gray. What happened? <laughs> Uh, yeah, unless there's some prescribed time that we need to meet with him, then we'll wait until then. Sure. Otherwise, I mean, Mina's just playing whatever games the other people who are there want to play. Unless it's Wist, fuck Wist. Wist is an evil game for evil people like your dad. Wow. Alright, I think some issues just came out. It's not fair and ask to call people. Mina apparently evil. has some repressed issues with the game Wist. Yeah, that's the part she's got repressed issues with. Huh, so, uh... I was curious uh, how timely the reference gravy, more gravy than the grave was, and apparently A Christmas Carol has been around since 1843. Oh yeah, it's real old. But apparently its full name is A Christmas Carol in Prose, Being a Ghost Story of Christmas. (laughs) Huh. 
I did not know that. My life as a ghost story of Christmas. Hmm. I guess you just gotta mention the ghost to get those uh get those readers. <laughs> oh, damn, I wonder how much that cost them in typesetting costs on the title. Well, they're probably paid by the letter, so. No, no, a lot, a lot of books back then had like seven different names, or you know, like a, a, like three a sentence yeah, long like... name that just got shortened. Exactly. A tragedy in five acts. Also known as National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, I suppose a quick, like, if you guys want to like actually play poker, you can make quick rolls, see who wins. Your choice of uh, sleight of hand or, I guess, just raw smarts. Is there a gambling skill? Oh, no, yeah, there's a gambling there was skill. Yeah, kinda... Your choice of gambling <laughs> or sleight of hand. I'm sure this is going to go well for everyone. Uh, let's see. What's its, would that be knowledge or, no, probably smarts? Uh, sleight of hand is deafness. Uh, gambling is smarts. Okay. Yeah, not great. How'd it go? The huckster got a five. Maybe you shouldn't have been thinking so much about your dad. The medium got a fourteen. No fair, you can see ghosts. That has nothing to do with cards. <laughs> no fair. She can read the cards, I don't know. I, 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 I should have rolled sleight of hand, I'm better at it, but she also isn't really a cheater, at least not on the physical plane. <laughs> Cheats with demons all the time, but they're demons. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> you go, you're playing your mental game, and your your suit is stuffed with aces. <laughs> I like my odds. Nine aces. Beat that. <laughs> uh, uh, eleven aces. We're playing five card draw. <laughs> all right. Anyone else playing? Nah. Nah. Just gonna lose my money. I just sit. I think five. I break even on five. If not, if I'm correctly, but. Well, there's only two people playing. Someone's got to be the loser. If it's one game. You two are just playing war. Go fish. <laughs> All right. She's a cheat. For the next while, uh, for the next while, Missy's sort of getting the better of you. But, you know, it's starting to get long into the night and everyone's a little tired, oh, I, I assume. I don't know how to play this poker game. Can you teach me, Mina? Oh, very good. <laughs> very good. Yes, well, first off, there's the there's a Trump suit. No, she's not gonna teach her wrong. That'd be hilarious. And yet she still somehow uh, beats you. <laughs> I have folded my cards, therefore I am the victor. Play my card without looking at it. We taught him wrong as a joke. <laughs> Either way, it was the lying kind of. Oh, I've never played this Look. before. Yeah, yeah. All right. So a few hours of poker and last-minute revelry pass, and finally the train is cast into darkness. You, uh, you've passed into a long tunnel, and if you look along the sides, you can see that, um, it appears that the sides are, well, it seems as though it's an old mine shaft that this train is going through, widened out by, um, by some form of hand tools to accommodate a train. Impressive, considering it's going basically all the way through to, uh, Smith and Robards. McShane comes over to your, uh, your table, and a couple of the railroad bulls come in, ushering some of the other people out. How long is Nothing. the tunnel? Uh, the It's not excessively long, maybe like a half mile, but the train moves pretty slow through it. Yeah, everybody's probably going to get lightheaded by the end of the half mile. <laughs> yeah. McShane comes up to you all, and from his uh, messenger bag at his side, he pulls out a series of five folders that he holds to his chest. Now then, 
It's time we got down to our, uh, our real business in the city. I have a big job for you. Dr. Darius Hellstrom has a stranglehold on this city. Only person who controls it more is, uh, President Young, and, well, even that's arguable. My employers, and therefore your employers, would like it if, uh, Hellstrom no longer controlled this town. That's a pretty tall order. Hellstrom might be the Newton of our time. Yeah, well, there ain't a lot of love about him besides that. Hmm, no. Nah. But I'm, I'm not talking assassination here. Assassination would probably be the easiest way to do it. If he was easily found. He doesn't even spend a whole lot of time in a Hellstrom Manor. But I think we do have a way. This city is owned by scientists. If someone were to organize them, somehow drive them against Hellstrom, one might have a chance at uh, taking over the city. Now, Hellstrom owns a, uh, a railroad of some size, though its influence, surprisingly enough, doesn't reach here? Is that what I recall correctly? Right. Denver Pacific controls the uh, Salt Lake City region. Wasatch comes from uh, comes from the east and is trying to get here. Hasn't been met with success so far. Because if, if scientists uh, only think that the easiest way to control them would be to control their supply. That's the thing, right? These mountains are full of ghost rock. Hellstrom has a lot of influence, but he doesn't decide who gets what land. And too much local to to starve them out, I suppose. Right. Is is there a reason these scientists haven't organized before? One would think that um, a sort of uh, academy structure or something like that would, would have worked out well in their favor. There is an academy. Hellstrom owns it. And the ones that work at the academy don't do a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of groundbreaking work. They're more or less just engineers under Hellstrom's employ. They're not the ones we're looking at. He sets down the five folders on the table in front of him. These are the uh, the rogue elements of the city. You could call them the maddest mad scientists, but they simply don't work for either Smith and Robards or Hellstrom. And they could be useful in what's coming up ahead. Now, I do have to warn you. He looks around, and he looks at the railroad bulls, and the last few people that are on the other corner of the train car. Salt Lake City has the most spies anywhere. That is not hyperbole. That is not an exaggeration. It has the most spies anywhere. More than D.C. More than London. Sure, what happens here changes the world. Right. And that's part of why we're doing this. Hellstrom's a brilliant man, but he makes weapons of war. And he makes a lot of them. And, of course, if that ain't a good enough incentive, we, we will also pay you very well for your efforts. Gabriel holds his tongue knowing how many weapons are in the Smith & Robards catalog. <laughs> There's a lot of weapons in the Smith & Robards catalog, but they are largely not at, uh, they are not sold to armies at army scale. Hellstrom does sell to armies. They don't sell war crimes in the magazine, I think. They sell self-defense guns, oddities, but they don't sell, like, mass amounts of guns. Now then, does it sound like a fair deal to y'all? That sounds beautiful. Fair enough to me. I'm in. Yeah, sure. Alright, here's our targets. He points to one folder. The first one on his left. Dr. Leonidas P. Gash. He works with the, uh... He installs bionic parts. Pieces of metal that, uh, take the place of your arms and legs if you lose them. He's in deep with the Skullchucker crowd. Is he what? <laughs> ah, right, well. You'll find out all about that if you go after him, but he he runs with some rough-and-tumble fellas that could be nice to have on our side. He points to the next folder. Dr. Gregory Tremaine. He works out in the mountains. 
he is a he's a whiz with all things electrical. If we can get him into uh, Hellstrom's power network, it'll be ours. If we're lucky enough, he won't even know it. Points to the next one. R. Percy Sit Greaves. You might have heard of this one, Wilhelmina. He's that crazy mad scientist who claims he's found a way to link mad science and uh, and the sort of magic you do. It's a bold claim, given the differing nature of our two disciplines. Indeed, but... Yeah, one's secular and one's hocus-pocus. Differences aside, he appears to have uh, unexplained abilities that might support his claim. Might be a nice man to have on our side, along with his disciples. If nothing else, I'm academically interested. Indeed. When you say disciples... Well, you know, it's, uh... The people, in, the scientists in this town are always looking for the next big thing to set them ahead, right? Ah, so students, not they, uh... Not they cult. Well, ah. students, of, students of magic. You've obviously never been to a university. <laughs> I don't mean to surprise anyone in this room, but I cannot read English. <laughs> or French. So, no. Right. Then there's Dr. Manfred Stark, biologist of acclaim. He... There's rumors that he's been doing a lot of grave robbing lately. I don't know if he's exactly the sort of person we want on our team, but it sounds like he's working on something big. So one way or another, he might be worth checking out. And last one, this one's a bit of an oddity. Dr. Thomas Huntington. Near as anyone can tell, he's dead. Then why have a file on him? Is there evidence to say he's not? Because there ain't no body. There ain't no wreckage, neither. If nothing else, we'd like you to check out that area for clues. Because it seems like he might have just gotten up and walked away, left a half-convincing replica where he was sitting. Because it said he said he was working on some form of advanced travel. Would Dr. Stark have some ploy in body acquisition, then, to deal with Huntington? I don't know. They're sort of halfway across town from each other. Grave Robin's been a discipline that's been around ever since the Enlightenment. Well, yes. They might be in on the scam together, they might not, but uh, we're not sure how this all can help us, but I suppose if we can figure out what he was doing, we might be able to figure out some sort of instantaneous transportation. Wait, instantaneous? Right, he was, he was claiming that uh, once he was done, he could go from one side of the city to the other before he could snap your fingers. Did you say before he could snap my fingers? <laughs> before one could snap their fingers, one's fingers. Alright, I just saw um, scientists... What are snapping fingers is distressing. It would help in their fight, no? <laughs> but instantaneous, like, how far could you get with that? Just around the city or anywhere? Well, the scientists around here are boastful, but he claimed you could do it uh, with no limit on distance. Huh. So, like, wouldn't necessarily have to be any more trains, say? You might say that. He works out, he works out near the salt flats, so if nothing else, you'd, uh, not have to dive too deep into the city to get there. Might help you go unnoticed for a little bit longer before you get to the real meat of your uh, rebellion. Y'all interested? Very. Yeah. Interested and curious. Alright. That's a logical first step. Well, we're going to be getting off in secret at the, uh, at the Smith and Robards depot. The uh, train will be coming out of the mountains and heading there pretty quick. The train will get on one of those rotating platforms, forget what they're called, and uh, we'll be getting out. The train's going to leave without us. 
After that, we're going to make our way down the side of the mountain, and before you know it, we'll be at what's left of uh, Huntington's house. All right, let's see what this revolutionary transport is. All Uh, right. If we capture theirs, then we can get to the others more quickly and more discreetly, perhaps. That's the hope, if he was actually close to what he was talking about. Now then, I believe that in just a moment... Ah, there we go. The, uh, the moonlight shines into the car once more, and... You can suddenly feel a little bit more fresh air pouring into the uh, pouring into the cabins. Have any of y'all been to Salt Lake City before? Absolutely not. No. Nah, it's not exactly close to anything else. Mm. Alright, well I suggest you go to those windows and take a look at it. It's something else. Doing it. Okay. So you look out, and one of the things that strikes you first is that it almost looks like you're looking down into the night sky. Every street corner is uh, is occupied with an electric lamp. So out, fo- it almost looks like you're looking at two different cities. Out further away from the mountain, there's they look like farms, orchards, just houses owned by the middle class to the affluent. But and in the sort of the middle of all that, there is a rather large-looking religious building, covered in lights, but only half completed. Closer to the closer than that is a rather more peculiar part of town: factories, but not just factories. The ones you might have seen in other uh, in other cities. They're connected by this tremendous grid of steam pipes, so thick that you can't even see down to the ground past them. Are they producing any smog? Oh, yes. But once you came out of the mountain, you saw that the the air was significantly darker. You can see a stream coming down from the uh the mountains nearby, and about halfway down it turns a brackish, oily purple. But it hits a building, and when it comes out the other side, it's a perfect pristine blue. So they're filtering the stream that they're causing pollution on because of the smog? That's about the long and short of it. Alright. Out further, Salt Lake City. Bit closer, Junkyard. That's what they call it. It is a Junkyard, right? Or is it a uh, adorable nickname? That is the name. Capital J Junkyard. Two words or one? Just one word. <laughs> so no one's gonna have problems with it. Such a high turnover, you piss someone off down there, you'll probably ne- never see him again anyway. Well, anyway... I think we're about to enter the compound. Um, you all pass through a series of sort of large defended gates. And in the interior, you see that uh, a number of laboratories have been built into the side of the mountain. About halfway into it, the train disconnects, and the car that you're sitting in starts to rotate on a platform. This is our stop, fellas. Man, this is a lot of work for just us. I guess. Yes, well... I assume we're trying to stay low and uh, keep our heads down and such around here. As long as you can. With more spies uh, than anywhere in Zemmerk. I can't make any promises. Yeah, about that. He pulls out a small piece of paper and and puts it on the table next to you. Specifically you, Gabriel. Yeah, look at it. Um, It's an application for a license to tamper with the laws of nature. God damn. Does everyone need All one of these? Years, everyone wants to do uh, what you do. Do I get some sort of memento? 
go get a license. Hell yeah. <laughs> All it takes is your signature and ten bucks. That's a goddamn scam, but I'll do it. <laughs> oh. oh, you ain't heard you ain't heard anything yet. Uh, I gotta talk to y'all about uh about the about your pay. Yes. Oh, this sounds lovely. Well, the city, uh, the state of Deseret has a certain law. Any forms of pay, 10% of it goes to the church. A tariff. A tithe. A tithe, yeah. A secular tithe, for those of you who ain't Mormon, but tithe nonetheless. Gabriel looks around to see if anyone is a Mormon. Oh, you caught me out. <laughs> Damn it, I knew the suit seemed suspicious. You spit all the whiskey you were drinking back out. <laughs> <laughs> for days <laughs> I've been storing it in a special implanted booze pouch <laughs> mad science bitches well can't we just uh, not tell Deseret well that's that's the thing is that even for those who don't believe uh, nevertheless a straight 10% off the top of everything so pay yeah. us 10% more what's the problem yeah, but honestly, I'd be surprised if 50% of all due taxes get paid. Now, if, if any of y'all want to convert, there's actually some nice discounts in town. I don't know. What does that entail? I, uh... My family is strictly Lutheran. Do I have to wear the underwear? You're not allowed to wear the underwear. Well, is underwear a thing yet? Or did that come? That was that already? Jeez. I, I Long John's is a thing in the book. Like... Underwears is a thing, yes. They've invented underwear. No, I understand underwear is a thing. I mean the stuff from the temple. The sacred garments. <laughs> I like that you're asking this in a southern accent. <laughs> I can't. Listen. I gotta get the temple, y'all. You can't just turn Sometimes it off. You, st you start clemming and you don't stop clemming. <laughs> Have the Mormons get invented their underwear yet? And hit the ground clemming. <laughs> yeah. Didn't make sense not to clem for fun. I got it. <laughs> 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 well, can I can I convert on the spot if I see a discount I really want? Uh, it might take a few hours. How do you prove uh, conversion? I don't know. I never tried this. I do know that um, Mormons, they all seem to get dirty in here. Excuse me. <laughs> now you you work in the, you work in the smog for more than a day, and your your skin turns sooty black, but. But the Mormons just look fresh as when they woke up. A protective lotion, maybe? Brigham Young says something about how uh, how the Lord protects them from the, the harmful influence of the smoke. Yeah, sure. That seems legit. I mean, say what you want. There's folks that uh, they convert, and the next day they come in looking freshly bathed. And they, don't, they don't get dirty. That'll be quite a feat for Guillaume. <laughs> yeah, no, they're... Sincerely Held Faith does have... Has been shown to have certain influences on the world around you. It's not completely out of But question. even the half-assed Mormons? <laughs> Are Blesseds common knowledge? Um, but generally speaking the Blesseds tend to work sort of quietly. The legitimate Blesseds do. Well, yeah. Right. You, you've certainly heard a lot of people claim to have Blesseds powers. I saw a guy with a phone book in half once. He's got the power of Jesus. It'd be pretty easy to write them off as uh, conning, and largely a lot of them are. But there, but it, but what I'm saying is there are known true blesseds because we know there are con blesseds as well. Uh, if you've met one, sure. But otherwise, you could easily write it off, depending on your worldview. All right. All right. 
It's like hearing about saints, except yeah. slightly maybe more to back it up. And some game statistics that technically make them true. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to see the rolls they're making. Although I was told Jesus is kind of a gray area in this still. <laughs> Although, yeah. a demon yeah. did some... tell us every religion is true. <laughs> Somebody once told me. <laughs> yeah, no, the Clem demon did say all me. the religions are true, which which came from a demon. It makes Islam, Judaism, and Christianity kind of probably grumpy at each other. <laughs> oh man, you guys are gonna hate the rest of this session. <laughs> Why? Never mind. <laughs> so, uh, McShane packs up his stuff and uh, he hops out of the side of the car, sort of trying to hold on to the side of it so he doesn't fall over as the thing spins. Good for him. Come on, everyone out. Oh, yep. <laughs> Pack him up. Get my various killing tools. And my horse. Where's my horse? Oh, right, horse. Um, I have, um, I have the use of a steam wagon here at uh, Smith & Robards. I can let y'all borrow it for a bit. Excellent. It's been a while. Of course, uh, any damages will be deducted from your pay. Yeah, yeah. Before the, t- I, before the tithe. I hear that all the time. Hey, that's good. That'll save us on the damages. That's... Is that how that works? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that thing with Zach Galifianakis and all of the, like, numbers going in front of his face. Nice. Oh, I see. Well, sure, you want it deducted from your pre-tithe uh, pay, not your post-tithe pay. Otherwise, you're being taxed on money you didn't get. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. I trust the person with an economics degree. Alright, so you are, for very good reason, you are sort of warded away from the lab areas of Smith and Robard's compound by, uh, by polite but armed guards. But uh, pretty quickly you come upon a small garage that has a steam wagon sitting in it. Looks sort of like a Ford Model T, except it screams when you turn the key in it. Or, not the Model T, uh, th- there's old carriagey looking ones with the open top and the death trap lever. You know, old-timey jalopy kind of thing. Yeah. And I suppose if you want to ride a horse alongside it, you can do that too. He won't fit in, so yeah. <laughs> Just put the horse in the back seat. Everyone <laughs> else pile up in the front. He gets to drive. <laughs> I-, I assume Gabe is driving, because he's the only one who's shown any capacity. Yeah. Nah, Clam's driving. <laughs> nice. <laughs> to be Clem fair, does not know how to drive. I mean, until the moment you make a roll, all of you drive it the same. Like, sure, I, I got 3d8 and the actual skill in driving a steam wagon, but Clem, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so someone drives the steam wagon, and you are led down a path out of the compound, lit by moonlight. Now, the 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 strange things you guys see are not limited to what's in Salt Lake City. Because you start rounding around uh, the mountain path, and you see a bit further west to the salt flats, and you see something a little stranger. Um, you see, uh, you see Mojave Rattlers, or I suppose they wouldn't be the Mo- Bonneville Rattlers. You see the big worm boys running along the uh, the salt flats that stretch out as far as the eye can see, but they're being chased. Uh, so they're got- they're not fucking now. Are are they running or are they incidentally being chased? Uh, some of some of them one way, some of them the other. Give me give me cognition checks. It's a pretty far distance to look, and it's in the middle of the night. Uh, Keen works here. Eagle Eyes works here. I just got the regular cogs. Nine. Five. Seven. Seven. 
I do have the last one in a second. At least I believe I do. I do! Uh, sorry. Is it search, you said? Cognition? Uh, co just cognition. Oh, just cognition? Your traits, yeah. Okay. 2d10. And this adds a die for uh, being eagle eyed, right? Uh, eagle eyed's a plus two, isn't it? I thought keen. Well, there's keen and there's eagle. I don't remember what none of them do. What do I look like? <laughs> I think they might be the same, but one is limited to one sense. Oh. I think keen is like noticing details and eagle eye seeing at a distance. All right, well, I got a 16. Okay. So, uh, anyone with a five, you see uh, that there are these sort of black shapes rolling after them. They could be steam wagons, but they look significantly bigger. Anyone who hits a seven or higher, um, they seem to be like, they look like Spanish galleons. Like, someone took a boat out of the water from the Spanish Armada and put them on wheels. Like a full-size, triple-mast galleon? Yeah. Intriguing. God damn. Mm -hmm. And Clem, you see that uh, most of them have a couple of harpoons in the rattlers they're chasing, and uh, they're using that to sort of pull them along the back. Oh, that's weird. It looks like they're uh, whaling, except it's rattlers. That, they're hunting them? That is the uh, rattling? That looks like the most fun thing ever. But but they taste terrible. Why would they do this? I wonder if their bodies have some byproduct that's good to some form of where where do you engineering. think engineering? Where do you think all those country dogs get their snake oil? <laughs> <laughs> Just one of them could stock them all. McShane just looks past. Ah, oh, yeah, them's the worm whalers. That is not something you get to say. So no, I heard of this actually. Welcome to Salt Lake City, my friend. Why did they hunt them? Well. Some of them eat the meat, though not from the tentacles. <laughs> Cowards. Uh, they sell off the leather for clothes. That's most of it, really. Good to know that they're using the vast majority of the animal. Oh, um, let's see. Clem, you also notice that a couple of them have, uh, have people on parachutes riding on ropes from the back of them. Paragliders? Now, now it looks fun. <laughs> That's a lot of crazy people. Well, it seems like mostly. Would you ask why Ahab hunts the whale? Well, I mean, it's because it was, uh, he was all mad at it for eating his leg. He tells you in excruciating detail. Yeah. <laughs> I had the book about Selkies and that book. <laughs> yeah, those were the two. Canonically had two He hunts it because books. it was there. That's why he hunts the whale. Anyway. Alright, fellas, this is my stop. Anyway. By this point, you've gotten pretty close to, like, sea level. Can we sign on for for one of those? I don't recommend it. It's pretty demanding work. And that's if you aren't uh, attacked by the others. Others? This place there's, is amazing. There's two schools of thought when it comes to worm whaling. There's, uh, there's those fellas on the galleons, and uh, there's also some that just take hang gliders and jump off the top of the mountain with bombs. I see. And sometimes they get in a fight, those two. It's all amusing until uh, until one of the gliders bombs the deck. And then there's a lot of dead people. It's especially ugly when they turn the harpoon on one of the gliders. I'm sure that's a pretty sight, just like fireworks. The point is, worm whaling is not something you uh, you do unless you want to be a worm whaler at heart. Unless the, the salt flats called you. I mean, what if you just think it's pretty cool looking? 
I don't know, maybe you could pay them to ride along one time. Buy some binoculars. <laughs> Gotta admit, it's uh, probably safer than uh, than fishing in Salt Lake, though. Why would there be an issue fishing in Salt Lake? Shrimp. They do wow. shrimp boats here? No, that's the problem. Are they invasive? Swarms of arm-length shrimp with, te- with mouths full of needle-sharp teeth. You're making shit up. I ain't. You have to have a metal bottom boat or they'll tear the bottom out of it. I've eaten worse. <laughs> yes, you have. Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> Salt Lake City ain't a friendly place, folks. Doesn't matter, we're not friendly people either. I don't know, I think I'm pretty friendly. Yeah, some might even yeah, say absolutely. I'm... <laughs> some might say I'm even gregarious. How many... Speaking of, this this here's my stop. I'm just gonna... <laughs> if you just slow down for a minute. <laughs> so you carry a rifle bigger than yourself for uh, introductions? I'm just uh, gonna hit that dusty trail. Yeah, basically. <laughs> More or less. Gonna well, mosey on out of here. He's lucky he gets an actual dusty, uh, dusty trail to hit this time. <laughs> <laughs> Only person like in history to use it like that. those uh, shrimp. All I got was blast-ended scroots from Harry Potter. <laughs> now, Gabriel, if you don't hit the brakes on this steam wagon, I'm gonna hit him for you. <laughs> I keep picturing that little... He hits the brakes. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Them brakes. <laughs> Them's right. the brakes. <laughs> and he hops out of the car. Alright, you wanna go uh, keep circling around on this path until you start going back up? And you'll hit a plateau with the uh, with the good doctors. Well, you'll know when you see it. Meanwhile, I gotta go file for some licenses. Oh, uh, speaking of which, do, do I require? A, well, no, I suppose not. I suppose they just don't care for it at all, like the usual. Yeah, they. I, um... I don't see how religious folks would be taking a dislike to devil magic. It's not. Oh, you're talking about that? I thought you were talking about the other thing. What other thing? People. The people she works for. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Uh, they don't like you. Harsh. <laughs> She's gonna say that right now. That's understandable. They see you as, uh, they see you as the the strong arm of the people trying to pull them back into the fold. They ain't too kindly on the rangers, neither. Not even Walker. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard karate, what more do you need? <laughs> In the eyes of the ranger. No unsuspecting stranger. <laughs> Alright, so before long, you come around the top of the mountain to a little plateau, and in the center of it, there is a completely destroyed house. But in a rather odd way. There's no wreckage, there is nothing inside of it. It is a hardwood floor, surrounded by flattened hardwood walls, and a single door that is still standing straight up. Are there any, like, scorch marks? Oh, there's plenty of scorch marks. Guillaume will walk up. He will knock on the door. Alright, the door sort of shakes and rattles, but uh, there's there's no answer. You can see just a little bit past the door that on the ground, at sort of the epicenter of all this, there's a blank spot with a single scorch mark and the outline of a human lying on the ground, reaching for something. Damn. I haven't seen a good outline like that in a long time. Well, that what happened was the last... last one? I don't want to talk about it. Not since Alan Turing. <laughs> poor, poor Ben Franklin. <laughs> Got hit by ghost lightning and it didn't work out great. 
<laughs> it's a fucking thing, isn't it? <laughs> ghost lightning? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Ghost electricity. I mean, there's electricity created from ghost-powered turbines. I guess that counts. Look, there's tumbleweeds that walk up and suck your blood until they're like a mass of seaweed on the ground. Oh, the tumbleweeds, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they get all soggy after they've drunk. The incandescent light bulb's invented it all, right? Yeah. I yeah, so. street lights. It's yeah. close, yeah. So, if, like, uh, if, if electricity life, isn't, like, terrifying or anything. Like, if not in real life, then it has been here. Just, you probably haven't seen too, too much of it. So, what do you do? Do you search the area? Do you do something else? Uh, can I analyze the uh, scientific effect that caused this? Um, sure, you can give it a shot. Give me just a mad science roll. 18. Alright. Nice! So, you pull up some of the soot on the ground, and you take a sort of whiff of it. It smells like carbon, yes, but there's also sort of a smell of foliage and fresh grass that is not anywhere in this surrounding area. You're on a pretty barren piece of rock. He'll uh, taste the tip of his finger. Uh, it tastes like carbon. Definitely carbon. It's like you're licking the outside of uh, out licking the inside of a charcoal grill. Yum. That's probably got like grease on it though, so it probably tastes decent. Just well, it's not good, but <laughs> has I mean, a taste. This might have some grease on it as well. Yeah, this <laughs> might have mm. some meat. Yeah, hmm. tastes like pork. I got a hunger. <laughs> I got the shakes. Hankering carbon. Oh, great, another Wendigo. Uh oh. <laughs> AKA a snow selkie. <laughs> Man, you were not gonna circles. like. You were not gonna like uh, Wendigos with jetpacks. Ugh, no. <laughs> I guess, uh... I now coming to the fox box. <laughs> so... Oh, fuck, they wouldn't do that. So foreign foliage? Yeah. Hmm. I guess it's looking for... In any way recognizable? Well, I mean, smells like trees and grass. Okay, but so, like... I said if you meant, like, foreign, as in, like, from another country, or, like... Nah, you don't recognize that much. Yeah. Just, like, spaces. It is foliage, and there's not foliage here. That's weird. What kind of reaction would need foliage? Trees and grasses. Hmm. Is there enough around here to bother with a search check, or is it clearly some walls and doors? Uh, you can give me a search check if you want. I do. Nine. Nine. All right. So you look around, and you eventually start taking a little look at the at the spot where the imprint on the ground is reaching. And between two of the floorboards... Oh, actually, that's a bust. <laughs> that's oh. a 119. <laughs> Finally. At long last. The bust has truly occurred. Oh, jeez. What does this even mean? I just busted, guys. Well, you don't find anything useful. Gotcha. For sure. Uh, what's something funny that can happen? Faunas will be cushioned. I don't know. <laughs> the door falls over on me. I guess you end up taking a look around uh, the plateau side, and you you, ne you nearly find yourself slipping and falling off. It takes a minute to pull yourself back up. <laughs> I'm okay. Anyone else got something to do? None of us is okay. <laughs> um, I'm just being my nuts. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Assuming I can notice that he is searching foolishly, <laughs> and then I will search. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Why not? It's cognition, right? Yep, search cognition. Everyone's got at least a point in that. Five. Five. That's probably not going to do you. This is investigation to his skill, right? Or I think it's just was there search. two versions of that? I don't. There's scrutiny against yeah. people. Yeah, you you look around the area, but you aren't finding much. This isn't really your area of expertise. You've seen disappeared people before, but never so cleanly. There's no residue. There's or... no demon talon marks. There's anywhere. definitely no talon marks. Your your search check will get you that for sure. No silky flip, flip flipper prints, perhaps. No, not this time. <laughs> not yet. Hello, they could take a human form while on yeah. land. This Have take you not pelt. been paying attention? <laughs> Thought I was teaching there's, you something. Uh, Apparently not. There's also no footprints besides the ones you've been leaving. Hmm. Are there any fragments? Like if it were a bomb? Uh, give me a search check. I mean, he could just have housed Count Duckett at his house. That's always an option. Always. Everyone. Search or scrutinize? Search. Okay. There's no one here to scrutinize. True enough. I could scrutinize the ghost. <laughs> I scrutinize with a mean. <laughs> Tell me your secrets. No. <laughs> uh, 18. 18. That'll do you. Right, so as I was saying to Guillaume before he uh, fell down a cliff, um, <laughs> you, you search the area around where the, the blackened imprint is reaching, and between the floorboards that are still there, you sort of dig around in the, the soot for a bit, and you find a small little circular metal piece about twice the size of a, of a washer with a, that, that contains a little convex piece of glass in it. It looks like a lens. She shows it to Gabriel. Anything you've seen before? Uh, is it? I mean, it's a lens, and in yeah. fact, it'd probably be pretty decent—a pretty decent piece for your the the thing you're working on. Well, the the thing he's working on doesn't have a lens involved, but fair enough. Put a but scope yeah. on that flare gun. <laughs> I found it here between the floorboards. Is it a? Is it a high quality lens? Uh, it seems to be. Was it? To have yeah. been. Um, it was either handcrafted or machined to specifications. It's a precise lens. Part of a device, maybe? What uses a lens that would cause this sort of attack, though, that would leave the lens here? I've heard of light refraction guns. Mostly theoretical. Like Aristotle's death ray? Yeah, basically. Except that you just take a lot of power and focus it through a small amount instead of... A little bit across a wide area. I see. Hmm. Again, no reason for the lens to be here, though, where the impact was. I mean, I'm assuming there's an impact with, well, hold her hands around. Yeah, whoever was the target might have had it. Either way, it's a good as, as good a place to start as any. If we're lucky, they had it blown here in town. Take it to one of the scientists and see if they recognize it. We could, although I was thinking of going straight to the source. Hellstrom? No, whoever makes lenses in this town. Oh, my mistake. I thought you meant source of scientists. <laughs> the inventor of science. <laughs> That's the best lead I can think of, based on what we got here. Yeah, we just have to find a lens crafter. I think there's one in the mall. God, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was hoping someone would take it. I was hoping they wouldn't. I forgot they existed, despite wearing glasses. <sighs> All right. Let me roll some things in secret. You guys keep going. And by mall, I mean the National Mall in Washington, D.C. <laughs> uh, 16 didn't give me anything else, James. Or not 16, uh, 18. Um, you also notice that um, the door is shaking a little bit. And it doesn't seem to match up with the breezes that are blowing past you. <laughs> Gabriel? Some, someone like... Oh. The door is currently yeah. shaking? Very gently. Almost swaying, but in a way that it shouldn't. Uh, Gabriel, I think something's coming. Maybe some worm whalers? I'm coming just a minute. <laughs> it's a very steep hill. Yeah, Guillaume, you make it back up. Oh, so <sighs> it, it's like shaking like there's an earthquake or something happening? Yeah, but you don't really feel any vibration. Hmm. Yeah, he'll take a look at the door and see if there's anything weird about it. Um, if it's magnetic it, or something. It's not... Uh, not magnetic, it doesn't pull anything to it. But you get a little bit more of that sort of smell of foliage and grass. Oh, that smell. Can't you smell that smell? It's so dank. The smell of death surrounds <laughs> us. Mm-hmm. Bro got so high he teleported. Oh, I get. I can smell the same thing I smelled over by the marks. Something like trees and grass? Well, clearly there's something behind this door. Can I think about what I know? I don't. This is probably a science thing. But can I think? Like, could someone have made a dryad-powered laser or something? A dryad-powered laser. Um, I guess Listen. you could roll what? Uh, a cult? Roll yes. Roll for yes slash no. I'm very good at a cult. Clearly, you rolled pretty hot earlier. I mean, I know swamp. Plants are sometimes used, or maybe I'm just thinking of swamp glass. Gas, I don't know. Nice, you botched a Listen. one dice roll. Yeah. Uh no, it's yeah. it's a marijuana silky. <laughs> I mean, marijuana is a thing here, Mexico. I know it's Gives that you the madness, bud. though. <laughs> Given life, you shall have curses upon you, numbering. Four. I prefer soft stuff <laughs> like cocaine. <laughs> Axe, you got a white chip. <laughs> well, look, clearly there's something behind this door. And Guillaume will go to open it. Alright, you go to open the door? Guillaume, why are you... Don't you know there's all sorts of terrible things everywhere? And what if it's I, full of brain demons? And I am between them and you. And I can finally hmm, kill those is, sons of them. <laughs> is there right. any, like, reason to think there's maybe a basement? Um, not really. You've sort of poked your fingers into the floorboards and you just sort of found ground and soot. Okay. okay. There's like no sound associated with the door movement other than, you know, the ground by the door movement. Yeah, not like, really. That's it. Um, so, Guillaume, you're gonna open this door that you can clearly see both sides of? Yes, because logic. Yeah. Just promise you can last cool. at least five seconds in front of anything on the other side. Yeah, he, he kind of pulls the door knob, looks at him, and goes, <laughs> when he you, says you, that, you, oh, Gabe, uh, Guillaume holds the door knob for a minute and goes, I guarantee it, <laughs> and then opens it up. You open the door, and you're met with a beautiful spring wind, and sunlight shines out from the door frame. You can see a grassy valley behind the the door. Well, I'm so it's been angry five right seconds. Because <laughs> you got lead tuned. 
Well, I suppose that would be a revolutionary form of transport. Uh, it'd Someone be like hold this open for me. <laughs> or... uh, maybe it's like if you twisted the ground around and tunneled between them, some sort of mole hole. This is far beyond yeah, some, my basic comprehension of basic science. Clearly, some sort of sense. some sort of what would I call this? Look out of the Bonneville salt flat. Some sort of ship hole. <laughs> well, clearly he moved his house and forgot his door. Well, obviously the worms can't fit through it, or they would have already. <laughs> you can see sort of half transparent figures walking around nude in this valley. Maldu. Indecency. Anyone with gentle constitutions avert your eyes. Clam peaks. <laughs> A number of them are of advanced age. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, have we found shit Narnia? What? Yeah. <laughs> shit Narnia? Yeah, shit Narnia. <laughs> well, sure, the real one's so great. <laughs> the reverse one where only old folks can see it? When, when was Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe printed? 1948. Nice. I don't know. I just guessed based on what I know about what's in it. Because it was super heavy on the Jesus. Uh, super heavy on the World War II is more my guess, but. So, you have found a door. Go, I, I guess. Yeah, 1950. I was two years off. Nice. So, someone hold this open for me? Uh, Gabriel stand near the door. It's just. Yeah, is it closing on its no. own power? No, I just want to make sure it's on both sides. Wait, okay, so it just looks like a nice outdoor scene with a bunch of naked people? Yeah, yes. and they are moving around. They do seem to be, like, actively wandering this area. Do they? I mean, that's strange, don't you think? A little bit. Yeah, it's a strange one. And we are here to learn about this strange man. Step inside. Fuck it. Yeah, maybe he's one of the... I don't know what they are. Yeah, yeah well, just in case put like a rock or something in front of the door in case someone does let yeah, go. Sure. But yeah, go so, in. Yeah, so as you go in, notably the door does remain behind you. And you can see uh you can see the Salt Lake City area. The Is air it? in here feels much cleaner. You can take a deep breath and not feel any of the soot or smog. Honestly, it's almost it's probably as good as the air you had back in uh back in Canada. Oof. Taste it back. Is the door also floating in midair, kind of here, or, or standing it, in midair? Yeah, it's just standing there. It's uh, it's as though someone just built a door in the middle of the grass. And you see a few other things. It's, um, you are in basically this large valley with these tall canyon walls on either side of you. And it looks like this valley goes on forever. As you turn around, you see beyond the door, on like around the door, a tremendous, tremendous tree. It's sort of half-transparent, like the other people around here, but it takes up half of the sky and seems to stretch on to infinity, becoming harder and harder to see as uh, as it goes distant into the air. Yeah, I'll look up at that slowly and report back, there is a ghost tree in here. It appears harmless. Does the valley in there mimic the valley we're in? Well, we're no, not on valley, no. we're on... I mean in shape, not in grandness. Yeah, absolutely not. Nope. No. Do I recognize any of the uh, stuff going on in there, or is it just sort of some strange, faraway place? Definitely don't recognize it. Uh, Guillaume, 
as you look a bit closer towards the tree, the trunk of which is about a looks to be about a half mile from you, you can see sort of flashes of bright light and hear sort of general shouting from beyond uh, a small oh, general co- shouting. I remember him from the war. <laughs> be- from beyond a small copse of trees. There appears to be shouting and lights by this tree. Excuse me, pardon. And he looks trying to try to like flag down or you grab at one of these ghost people. See if they respond. Uh, you get close to a couple of them, but as you get closer to them, they become a little bit more solid, but not quite there. And as they turn to notice you, they sort of recoil in what looks like disgust, and uh, they sort of move away. Guillaume will smell himself, shrug, and... Guillaume, you gotta dress like the locals. Oh, uh, no one wants that, believe me. (laughs) That's the least decent exposure I've ever seen. (laughs) Poor Guillaume. He's just being him. (laughs) I mean, I think, I forget, I think it was all recording, but he was going to buy some horrors of the last town, so he's not the... (laughs) They say to be yourself, but what if yourself is terrible? (laughs) Uh, well, I'm going to... I'll investigate the tree. Would anyone like to come with? It looks like a very beautiful tree. Um, and the only thing of interest... You just said flashes of light. But no accompanying... These, uh, the guns, perhaps? Uh, the... Well, that's that's why I said there's no accompanying sounds. So Do light. The, the terrain would cause a frightful act. Would light guns make sound? I do not know. Okay, you know what? That's That's reasonable. I won't make any assumptions regarding... The new science. Uh, yeah, she'll step in. Alright, you see those same things. This air, no? I suppose anyone who walks in here can make me academia a cult. It's not quite the right roll, but I think it's the one that fits best. I think I'll be negative if I roll. Guillaume stubbornly refuses to believe the occult exists. I mean, Missy could make the roll, but she's not so sure about walking in. I got a 12. Nice 12. T-W-A-Y-E-L-V-E <laughs> Got an uh, I in yeah. there somewhere. <laughs> 21. Oof. Oh, hell. Uh, did you have any Native American friends? Uh, back in the South? Yeah. Not oh. so much, but I probably met some Oof. while traveling. Westways. Sure. Susan, they got you that time. Yeah, no, I noticed. Yeah. It was bound to happen. Follow-up question. Did Clem have friends? Clem had lots of friends. Lots of people like Clem. Lots of friends. Clem, Clem is a likable person. More likable than anyone I know. <laughs> you find somebody who likes more than me. All right. Y'all are being unkind. Is anyone who uh, beats a, I'll say a ten here? Well, first off, what does a bus get you? Hmm. Wrong information. This is yeah, clearly you're pretty heaven. sure this is Mars. This is Mormon heaven. <laughs> oh yeah, this Got is where it. Mormons go. This is where Mormons go. Wait, so this is their planet they get at the end? Yeah, obviously. So for anyone who doesn't bust... <laughs> Whoa. What, what's wrong? Just the the theological implications? I mean, nah. that's what Mormons believe, is that they after they die, they get their own planet to rule. I mean, the demon told us it's true, so... Nah, so... Anyone who does not bust, um, this is similar. Anyone who gets a ten or higher, I'd say, this is similar to descriptions you've heard of the Native American afterlife. 
the tree that's, that ascends to the sky in particular. It's supposed to be that, um, that after you spend enough time wandering these parts of the hunting grounds, as they're called, you start ascending the tree to the sky, the realm of the gods. Are the ghost people Native American looking in origin, or are there all sorts around? Some of them are, some of them aren't. It seems that, uh, it seems that all sorts end up here. Yeah, once folks are following, Guillaume will start heading for that there tree. Yeah, Gabriel will follow along. He'll start clemming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mina will give, give the, the light overview of that, you know. The Haunted Grounds is, what it, is just what it's called in general. Okay. Yeah. God damn it, I, like, communicate with things on the hunting grounds. You sure do. It's like, come on in, it is, you should feel right at home, it, it smells wonderful. You must smell oh. this. Um, I have to actually, bottle, bottle his hair and take it with me. Mina, things work mm. differently for you here. Mm. Okay. You feel much more in tune with the, the energies that you summon normally. So, for the, for the duration of time that you are in here, bad jokers just count as wild cards. Because okay. you do not actually have to deal with the devil to get the energy you try to summon. I don't believe anyone else has a change to how they act here. Uh, Clem has a change to how they act. That's fair. <laughs> this place is crazy! She has a northern accent now. What are y'all talking- what? Yes, precisely. <laughs> Pack the kai in the hunting grounds! They My said word. clemmingly. <laughs> ah, <yeah>. Quite unclemmingly. <laughs> What she swung saying? her clemming stick most unclemmingly. <laughs> um, can I in- can I intuit this? Like, do I know that this is how it's um, working? So basically, the feeling of being in touch with magical energies after you beat uh, Manito at a uh, at cards, you now feel that constant present. Okay, huh? I don't believe it works differently from mad science. So. Sorry, I had to pop open a whole new book for this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, does anyone... Everyone went in, right? Yeah. I cool. mean... Yeah. Clem is kind of reticent about this, because it's like, hey, let's walk into the afterlife. What? Who's, who does that? Us. Took a short, Dead we people. Took a shortcut. <laughs> That's all. We went painless. Oh, and it's worth mentioning that uh, the people inside, you are not translucent in any way. You right. look exactly the same as when you were outside. Weird, it's almost like we're actual human people that aren't dead. Like we're abominations who should not be here. Weird. I mean, like, apropos of nothing, you didn't remind me of anything or anything. A lot of people, why are they all... Mm. Yeah, I'm intensely case. uncomfortable, y'all. This then is hold not... the door for us and shoot from there. I, I ain't gonna shoot these folk that already did. Well, not, not That seems them. redundant. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's a fair point on her part, or Clem's part. Um, well, since we we seem to, because the normal sort of state of this place, if we are in the hunting grounds, is to wander. We appear to be n- under no such compulsion, therefore we can just go to the tree, and I assume if this doctor somehow was able to make some sort of passage to this place, then he might be in similar circumstances. It's either that, or we go down that way, points to, you know, the ever-long ever canyon. Yeah, but if we climb that tree, isn't that essentially getting to the just reward of the afterlife? Whatever that may be, doesn't that seem a little premature? Uh, I mean, 
look at the tree. Yeah. It, it, it will take a while. And we are nearly as translucent as all those other ones. We're still alive. Also. Uh, yeah. Fair enough, I suppose. No, no, no. I understand your concerns. If I seem calm, it's because being metaphysically uncomfortable is how I spend most of my life. Alright. That seems fair. Well, time to go meet God, Selkie. Is everything of power in your life a Selkie? What? That's <laughs> me. I'm sorry, what the fact that it just occurred to her. Him. I'm not sure what we call it out of character. I'm sorry, she said what? I just said, is yeah, everything no. of power in your life a sulky? And he said what? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm almost confused by what you were saying. You just said God was a sulky. I mean, what? You're crazy. Let's go. <laughs> like, is she bluffing now? <laughs> it is unclear. <laughs> nope, she's just being a troll sulky. She's just sulking people on the internet. <laughs> yep, Keon's gonna go for that tree. <laughs> he's, tired of the, he's tired of cowardice. Okay. He's gonna go tell everybody how he, he was living man in heaven. Alright, so you guys are gonna start trekking towards the tree? Trump towards the tree. Luckily enough, given your corporeal nature and your uh, sensitive direction towards where you're going, um, motion works about as you'd expect. You seem to be getting closer to the copse of trees and the large tree, although the valley behind you never seems to get any farther away, really. The door does, but it's almost as though the door is moving back away from you, rather than the whole valley doing so. You eventually make it make your way to uh, the interior of this, turns out to be a circle of trees around this much, much infinitely larger tree, and you start to hear the shouting turn into more recognizable swear words. Like English? Yes. yes. No sacras. Did, did you just say tarnation? <laughs> and, and now you start to hear uh, revolver shots going off. Oh, that's... that's Something does not belong. Is <laughs> someone shooting ghosts? That seems inefficient. We had discussion, you're right. We just said that. There should have been more attention. <laughs> yeah, I guess rush. <laughs> like, start to jog, at least. Get the axe. Yeah. <laughs> It's a trick. Get the axe. <laughs> get the axe. It's a trick. Oh, wait. Get the knife. <laughs> All right. So, once again, now that you have the sort of direction of uh, the gunshots to follow, you make your way through the copse of trees, and you see alongside the roots, there are these wide chasms that go deep, deep, deep into, uh, into the, well, earth isn't exactly correct, but the ground. Perched at the ledge of um, of this chasm, there's a rather large machine that seems to have been built wholesale from other machines and furniture and window panes. And uh, sitting atop it, hitting it with a wrench as he fires his pistol down into this chasm, is, um, well, he looks like... A uh, rather sort of rotund, feckless man in a bowler cap and mustache. Sort of like um, the the more the more jovial Watsons you see in Sherlock Holmes <laughs> things, but he is swearing up a storm and shouting as he fires down into this chasm, and all the while he's banging his wrench on various parts of this machine, trying to fix it, make it work. Swing with purpose or just like hope. 
Like, he's twisting things, changing things, but it seems like it's not really working out for him. He's not just fondling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Working it. There's a, there's, a, it. there's a nozzle on one end of it that uh, the whole machine starts to rumble and shake, and as it seems to expel its energy, the nozzle at the end of it fires this blinding flash of light that doesn't seem to do anything. It's as though you're looking at a, like a camera flash going off. And he starts swearing up a storm again. Like, God damn it! The one thing I needed, I can't bring to the god damned godlands. Um, what, what, what are you, what are you missing? He nearly falls down off the side of the machine and turns around, looking at all of you, sort of waving his wrench at you. Oh, are you, are you all there? Here and alive. You may be in heaven, but you are alive. We came through a door. Oh, um, I'm sorry, one second. And he begins firing his pistol down a few more times into the chasm. It seems as though he doesn't need to reload it. He is, unfortunately, very translucent looking. Now then, um, yes, I... Maybe it works. Is he wearing clothes? Uh, yes, he is actually. Hmm. As I mentioned, he was in a bowler cap. Yeah. Uh, the rest of it yeah. is just sort of um... <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bowler hat. <laughs> now he's. Um... I'm keeping this one. <laughs> he's he's actually dressed in night clothes, like a loose fitting shirt and uh, and long pants. Well, Yom's gonna look down that trench and canyon, and see what's go- see what he's so shooty about. You that fella that got uh, turned to dust and ash and such on the outside of the wall out there? I have no idea what you're talking about. You have any use for lenses? His eyebrows, his, his rather bushy eyebrows perk up. Lenses, that is an oddly specific question for you to ask. Uh, yeah. Missy pulls it out of her pocket. I found this at the house we were... Well, Give it to me! Give it to me! Holds it back it. like, what? what? Is it important or something? Yes, it's very important! <laughs> what does it do? I don't know your life, but it is the most important thing you've ever done that you give that to me. Looks to Gabriel like, should I really trust this mad science man? Now, why don't you explain what's going on to us first? You can use technical terms, it's fine. Ah, I see. Uh, Guillaume, you look down the chasm? Yep. Yeah, Gabe here's a man of science. Ah, wonderful. Then you'll understand. I needed to focus the energies of this machine. Uh, Guillaume, you look down, and... Deep, deep, deep below the roots of this tree, you see what appear to be almost infinite hordes of marching demons along a lower, sort of, subfloor. You see flames flying up between them, and larger demons walking along and leading them. Demons like conventional spiky red people, or...? That is how they appear to you. And a number of them are climbing the wall of the chasm that you are standing on. And as you look forward against the tree that's, although you moved closer to it, it's still rather, rather large to actually look at the trunk of it. Still miles away from the main body of the trunk. You can see that these demons are pulling people down, kicking and screaming from the mid-levels of the tree, pulling them back down below. Yeah, Guillaume's getting out the bow, and uh, there are many, many devils down here, everyone. And he, oh, not, uh, like, not just devils. Any any sort of thing, any uh, anyway. I'm trying to build something to fight them off. Will they come through the door? What door? 
there was a house with its walls blown out, basically, with an outline of a human being. In the floorboards, I found said lens. Uh, oh. The door was still standing. When we opened it, we found this. Well, I suppose just this once I'll forgive you for intruding on my home, but... <laughs> uh, your home doesn't really exist anymore. Well, that's a shame, but it seems I don't need it anymore. Well, let's, let's do a quick introduction, shall we? Dr. Huntington, I presume? Exactly. At your service, mostly. He sort of waves his hands through himself, showing off his incorporeal nature. Wait, you just... How... <laughs> oh, never mind. People think you're dead, Doctor. He might well, be. I'm starting, I'm starting to think they might be right. Uh, one way or another, we're, we're here to get your help to fight Darius Hellstrom. Although, it looks like if we don't fix this, there might not be much of Hellstrom left either. Yes, well, I get the feeling this isn't exactly to be fixed, but I believe I can hold them off for a time. Give him the lens. That's what we came here for. Nifty hands it to him. Very well. I need a few moments to install it, please. And he sort of starts climbing around the side of the machine, sort of clambering and trying to affix it to the end, very carefully adjusting it with his wrench. Gabriel does his best to try to figure out what the hell he's doing. <laughs> yeah, sure, you can make me a mad science roll. In the meantime, um, from another sort of wall of the chasm that he wasn't able to look at, a number of these uh, red-skinned, horned devils climb up, screaming and laughing as they roar towards your position. Yep, that's why we got the bow. I'll start shooting them, I guess. Hey, 17. 17. Uh, this whole thing appears to be a means of collecting energy in one place. Presumably energy collected from the nearby area. And it focuses it now into what you can only assume is some sort of beam. Is there anything he can do to improve it? Uh, or aid in it? A like that. Um, I suppose you could figure out a way to adjust its motion more readily. Like you can put it on a... Uh, a better swivel if you go help him. Okay. Yeah, he'll go uh, uh, start working on the mounting. Okay. Uh, everyone give me initiative. Oh, yeah, Mina. All right. It's collecting energy up there. If you can focus it and put it in, it might help. And it was quickness for uh, initiatives, yeah? Yep. Uh, I'm not sure we're interacting on the same plane as far as these energies are concerned. Oh my god, what is with these almost busts today? <laughs> he did alright. I politely won't make a bust joke. Um, 15. I mean, mine is kind of big, but you know. Well, there you go. Now I don't feel guilty. Two? <laughs> you're, James, you're busting correct, out. with eight? Yep. Oh, it appears I have the only card I need. And I'm three with a 15, right? Uh, four. Uh, four, I think. Yes, I believe four. All right, all right. I accept that cards exist. Uh, good start. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So does everyone have what they what they got? Looks like it. Yep. Mm. Yep. All right. So here's how this is going to work. Corporeal bodies in the hunting grounds have uh, sort of enhanced power because they can more readily affect the things around them, and the hunting grounds sort of accept this. So rather than roll damage, 
you guys will be rolling your attack roll, and every raise will defeat another demon, and you get to tell me how. Alright. So, jokers. Aces. Yo. Alright, what you got? The ace of spades. Alright, that beats mine. I mean, beats any card I have. Uh, so how far down are the demons? Because that'll determine what I was pulling out. So, um, they are probably a good 50 feet away, but running closer. 50 feet, you say. Uh, okay, then I'll just use my regular... I'll use Chester, because it's got a range increment of 15, so that's 55 or something like that. Yeah, just a little out of range, but it'll be coming closer soon. 45, rather. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I'll be minus one, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll fire Chester off. Okay. At one of them. Roll it. Roll it. Let me make sure I'm doing this right. It is a five. It's a D. Bang, bang. Keep one. <laughs> Minus four. I got a 21. 21. You've killed four of them. Tell me how it looks. Uh, yeah, Clem takes a second. Looks at how they're running. Lines up a shot. And uh, just tries to get a bunch. Of, they're kind of squishy because they're all made of weird ghost stuff. So it just goes right through a bunch. Alright, so penetrative hit kills multiple at once? Yeah. Cool. Eat it, demons! They do. They they sort of dissolve into intangible material, and the wisps of smoke they leave behind seem to curl back into the chasm. Alright, any other aces? I have an ace. So the demons start closing the distance, and by the time they are done running on this action, they are probably within... 20 feet of you all, maybe a little closer to the base of the machine. They they start scampering even on four legs and, well, legs and arms, and they make a pretty decent distance pretty fast. Kings. Alright. Got a king of spades on my side, but it is not the demons. From the other side, about 30 feet away, um, you see a rather dainty-looking hand raise up and pull a rather beautiful woman's form from the other end of the chasm. She is clad in all black, in almost Greek-looking robes, and she starts walking towards you all with a smile and sort of dark intent in her eyes. Alright, further kings. Queens. Diamonds. Alright, what you got? Uh, so this demon's 20 feet away, you said? Yep. Um... So my bow's a range of 10. What would that be uh, to shoot at him? Um, I think it's a minus one. Yeah, I'll start popping out arrows at him. Okay. Which I just had... Here we go. Am I reading right? Probably. Oh, yeah, it's strength-based. Okay, yeah, that's why. Um, oh, yeah, the bow The bow is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine. Okay. So it just does strength damage. Uh, a little more than that, I think. Um, strength plus 1d6. Okay. Oh, right, sorry, it doesn't do damage, it's it's just the attack roll. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you managed to take one out in rather gruesome fashion. <laughs> Where do you aim? Uh, right between the eyes. All right, the there's... It's in the chest, and just like some just the raw impact as I'm flying. Uh, yeah, you take a shot, and uh, it, it lands the demon on his back, rolling back towards the chasm, and finally burst in that puff of smoke. Alright, um... Queens, queens, queens. 
Nope, that was mine. Jax. Alright, uh, what you got? Um, hmm. Well, okay, would... Like, if I cast a damaging hex, would it just be the spellcasting roll yes. then? Yes. Okay. So then, you know, she'll soul blast the general area of the yeah, canyon. Sure. Try to... yeah, just so, a... six cards? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh, well, I'm sorry, this usually determines the damage, which is why I asked. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say that you uh, you managed to... So you can either take two, or you can draw to do your soul blast if you feel like that's better for you. Uh... Yeah, what the hell, why not? Yep. Six cards. I think. Uh, just a pair. Okay. Verifies. So you probably get two or three of them, and you blast their souls, and since that's all there is to blast, uh, they they sort of go off in sort of spectacular fashion, their bodies rupturing as they whip, as they whip back into the chasm. Uh, further jacks. Dens. Yo, Jack. Sorry. Okay. okay. I actually it. had a Jack of Spades, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna shoot more demons. Okay. Uh, are they closer now or no? Uh, they are at about twenty feet or seven, oh, seven yards. <laughs> you got one. Yay! <laughs> I shoot it in the knee because I'm not. It was just a bad shot. All right. The uh, the leg comes off. And sort of tumbles forward into the ground and just sort of seeps into the grass. Yeah, you did, nerd. Our shit got too real for them. <laughs> uh, tens. Nines. Clubs. Do it. Okay. Oops. Uh, so, should we save already? Yes. Nineteen. Ooh. If you use a red or blue chip on that, you might be able to get another one. You'll definitely get another one, actually. Yeah, but then you're gonna get a chip. I mean, you could always use a blue one. <laughs> How many, uh... Just, we're talking hordes, I assume. Lots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think one more will be that big a difference. I'll stick with what I got. Alright, tell me how you take down three of them. Hmm. Does it have to be with a bow, or can I flavor otherwise? I... Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he, he pops all the arrow into one of them. Uh, This one just takes the head off. And uh, a couple of make a run for the machine when he kind of the, let's see. Yeah, he swings a bow, which doesn't usually work very well, but super corporeal. So one just goes flying like it was uh, on the moon. And he kind of grabs the other one by one of the horns and just smashes its face into the ground and stomps on it. Nice. Okay. Nines. Eight. Oh, sorry, I have a ten. Oh, dang it. Okay. I'm going to shoot more demons. Do it. And then, no, Clem, you are the demons. And then Clem was a zombie. I got 22. She's already 22. in hell. Tell me how you take <laughs> down four of them. Wait, how is Clem not the doom guy right now? Do -do 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 -do. She's in the afterlife shooting rip, zombie. Rip and tear. Knee <laughs> deep in the dead. Uh, yeah. Pew, pew, Clem, All the doom sounds start happening. It's great. Clem slaps one of their <laughs> it just goes. <laughs> it just goes into a first-person view. You see Chester up in the middle of it for some reason. And just... <laughs> pew, pew. It's the hour 20 mark in the Doom movie all of a sudden. The demons fall over and you can vaguely see a tiny pixel anus. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. God damn it, imps. Imps. <laughs> I shoot so. aliens. aliens come from space. 
Alright, yeah, you take down a number of demons and, uh, yes, pixelated asses, I guess. Listen, it's Doom, it's not my fault. Blame yourself or God. <sighs> Sweet Final Fantasy tactics. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, nines, eights. Kevin mentioned. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alright. I, I got an eight. What kind? Spades. Spades takes it. Eights of spades. Uh, yes, I'm gonna try to fix up that, um, laser mount. Uh, sure. Roll me a mad science check. You can just sort of generally make, like, little improvements here and there along the way. Mad science or tinkering? Tinkering is closer, actually. Okay. And, uh, mechanically inclined? Yep. Basically, this is going to decrease the time it takes for the, uh, for the device to become functional. Uh, nine. only a nine. Okay. How long do you hold on to this legend chip? What's that? The legend chip you got with Luck of the Irish. How long do you hold on to it? Uh, as far as I'm aware, I hold it as long as I don't spend it. Gotcha. It doesn't say you lose it, just that it can't be spent for experience. Cool. Okay. So, you do pretty good. Tell me, what, what changes do you make? Uh, uh, hmm. I'm trying to think what you, what you can do on short notice to do that uh say he probably had his mounting hardware uh set up to be a tripod on even ground and gabriel's going to shorten the front leg to uh tilt it and give it a better angle on the uh chasm all right um so as you shorten the front leg you know something strange about the interior of it um, it is held up partially, well, this thing is made of all of the detritus from presumably what used to be his house, and inside it you can see that, uh, there is, supporting it, the hunched over body of a rotund man in a bowler hat, the corporeal body. Uh, I guess every good scientist puts a bit of himself in his work. <laughs> no fate, Chip. <laughs> What if I had gallows humor? To what? Yes, that would qualify as gallows humor. Yeah, which only helps on so, fear checks anyway, I think. Yes, it, it adds your fear It lets you use ridicule instead of guts for your fear checks. Uh, as long wait, as you say what? something uh, dark and funny. You get one liner about it and put on your sunglasses? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, is that, no, is it's, that from, it's from back east the north. Huh. Or I think it's one of the expansions. Yeah. Hey, demons, go to hell. I'm pretty sure it's a, it's one of the relatively big ones, because I remember reading it, but I don't think I read the little source books. Could be. Either way, I don't think it's in uh, the core book. Yeah. Uh, doctor, you uh, checked over all the components here, right? Yes, yes, I know. I just thought it... I thought that was just how this place worked. I thought it was trying to mess with me. Fair enough. But, yes... There I am, apparently. And you thought you were the best material for this? It's something. The trees don't respond to being taken down. True. Okay. Uh, Axes 8. Um, Gabriel, can can you tell me where the energy intake is getting the energy? <laughs> I don't know, can I? Um, it sort of appears to be absorbing energy from the generalized area. You can every time it fires, you can see the grass sort of pulling in towards it. So there's no coils or hoppers or anything that 
uh, it appears to be com sort of um, centralizing the energy in a series of energy coils atop the thing. Yeah, maybe in those coils, those seem to be the purpose. Or at least they resemble the purpose. Hmm. Uh, can I just sort of dump magical energy into that? Soul Blasted if you want. Okay. That seems to be the most direct put energy into object thing. Yeah, either that or helping hands, but helping it hands. It sure does. I just didn't know if that was sort of sort of an analog. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Eighteen, so that's seven card. Come on, normally deleterious joker. Maybe get both jokers. <sighs> oh my god. Oh no. just nothing. Wow. Not even ace like... high? Uh, no, I have a king. Oh, alright, a... uh, unused <clears throat> to the, uh, the readiness of the energy here, you sort of misstep, and the energy disperses from you before you can, uh, send it off in a direction. Is that the first? I think that's the first time that's happened. Uh, no, you there was, uh... spells before. Uh, second session. You did, you failed your side of hand yeah. once, or twice... No, no, I've gotten, uh, I think it was like first or second session where I just totally right. bombed. It's a good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen often, but, uh, it does happen. Alright, any further eights? Sevens? I have, I have a seven. <gasps> Mine's hearts. Seven of spades. Alright, so the lady in black I mentioned climbing from the other end of the chasm, about 30 feet away. She smiles at you all, and she reaches back and takes hold of her, uh, takes hold of her sort of Greek robe, and she pulls it forward over herself. Nice. It doesn't leave, though. In fact, it, it encompasses her body, and the massive human and cloth twists and shapes into a tremendous creature with, uh, with sort of slick black skin, long flippers, and an earth-shattering bark. Oh, no. <laughs> Choose the form of your destroyer. <laughs> Fucking selkies. Looking, staring, just death stare at Clem. I, I am overjoyed that this was the session you talked about selkies the most in, because I was planning this before the thing started. <laughs> what the hell is that thing? What the <laughs> one time? What could that possibly be? I don't got books on this shit. You had... You had one job. One. And uh, it wiggles its whiskers at you, and with an earth-shattering earth bark, it starts sort of flopping towards you. I didn't think about uh, selkies. Did you think about selkies? <laughs> Alright. I'm, I'm sorry. I imagine the one thing that couldn't hurt, me, it couldn't hurt anyone. A noble god, selkie. <laughs> I made the state of marshmallow seal. <laughs> Alright, so it is probably within 10 feet of you all now. How giant are we talking is this giant seal? Um, 12 feet? Tall or tall, long? Tall. I've been preparing for days for this. <laughs> That's a big seal. I believe Clem. Should we make spirit that would checks be a or anything for this? <laughs> I know it's a selkie. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Ah, fear rolls suck. Uh, <laughs> Great. Clem, Clem, you're seven. What? Excuse me? You had a seven card? You said you had a seven of hearts? I'm a grown adult. Uh, 
Yes. Oh, God. I'm going to shoot the Selkie because I hate it. <laughs> I hate it with a fiery vengeance. I've I waited trained... for this day. <laughs> yes, I've trained my whole life for this moment. All right, let's see if the dice shake that how, out. How far away is the Selkie? Ten feet. You are within your range increment. I got a ten. Ten. This time I'm. It's a hit. This time I'm actually gonna have you roll. Okay, my location first. Sure. Got two. Oh man, the flipper. Oh god, wasn't mean to hit in the. <laughs> yeah, you hit in the back <laughs> flipper somehow. It's going for the machine, and you manage to pop it in the flipper. <laughs> Twenty-two damage to a stupid flipper. Okay, that's pretty significant. <laughs> Alright, I'll mark that down. I know all your weaknesses, Selkie. <laughs> like bullets. <laughs> and flippers getting shot with bullets. And stealing your skin what to get married to you. <laughs> You're a braver man than I, Clem. Yeah, but tell me when I said that. <laughs> it lets out a deafening... <laughs> <laughs> it's borking, get out. And it turns toward you with its, uh, with its black glassy eyes full of fury. <laughs> Why must it be furious with us? Why must What have you done? Someone tosses it a fish so it does a flip. <laughs> Alright, uh it happens to have another seven. Anyone got a got something to leave that? Okay. I could interrupt if it's in chopping range. I mean hypothetically, but here's what it's going to do. It's going to start uh sidling towards Clem. <laughs> and uh it's just gonna take its flipper and try to whack you. Oh. Oh no, it's gonna steal my skin and marry me. No! In that order? <laughs> Don't you know how suckies work? Don't honestly, you know how suckies work? Honestly, I'm just sort of playing this one by ear. It's the other way around, but yes. <laughs> Alright. Oh, what does a selkie roll for its attack? Ah, this looks good. It rolls this many. That's a hit, but not by much. Oops. And for damage... Oh, and hit location, hit location. Ooh, gizzards, that ain't good. It's gonna flipper you right in the solar plexus. How do, I can only dodge if I have a card left. Unfortunately, yes. Or you spend two future oh, cards. I'll spend two future cards. Um, I think they have to be future cards that you have to do an interrupt. Can you spend them for a future turn? Nah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think don't... they have to be cards in this round that you haven't spent yet. Well, can I interrupt to take the shot for him, or, uh... Uh, you could interrupt to make an attack. Yeah, I guess I'll... Mm, I could do that or make two attacks in a second. Interact uh, to do a shoving attack yes. on Clem. Huh? Huh? No. Eh, let it go. I want to see where this well, goes. No, if, if, but if you hit it, you might kill it before it kills me or chop off its flipper. Fuck it, speed us up. I'm going to attack it. Okay. Roll it. Uh, let's see. Is it uh, fine if I, go to, like, if I drop the bow and use the axe instead? Yep, fine by me. Uh, brawling. <laughs> Those poor dogs. That's illegal. You're under arrest, Josh. Yeah, you, you can't brawling. do that. They'll put you in prison and then make you a uh, quarterback for the uh, Steelers. <laughs> You're working the railroad. Quarterback was he? I think he's the backup quarterback for Big Ben. So that's fifteen. Uh, that'll hit. It's a big old seal. Uh, Roll a d20, plus two. Yeah. I start singing Kiss from the Rose. Baby! <laughs> Let's see. I hit it in the eights. It's Eights. blubber, perhaps? Plus, plus two is the gizzards. Yes. 
Yeah, blubber. Right in the blubber. Um, Plus two is the gizzard, so that's a bonus die. Okay. Of the non-strength part of it. Uh, Axe damage. So it would be 2d6, so make it 3? Yeah, 3d6. Oh, that's that's the strength. But that's, yeah, that's an actual weapon part. Yeah. Because I'm rolling several numbers here. Strength plus 3d6. Uh, Strength roll plus 3d6, yeah. So 3d6 part is 10. Cool. And my explodey strength roll is a line of text. I put damage in front of it, that's why. Um, yeah, I just tell you, I do 40-10. Tell me what that means. 19, so oh, 29. Alright, it's not enough to completely stop the attack, but you lodge your axe in the back of this seal, and just sort of Icarus black ooze starts shooting out the back of it. That's not normal seal. Are you for once telling me this is not a selkie? No, it's definitely a selkie. It smells kind of briny. Just a silky. <laughs> Alright, so back to our flippering currently in progress. <laughs> would that give it a lower modifier so much so that it would hit? <laughs> Miraculously. I'm afraid it rolled pretty well on the attack, but I'll uh, I'll take the bonus off the... Um, the... The fate chips make us nearly unkillable, especially on a when That's one true. blow... Says you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except, Make most except of us fairly uncomfortable. Except Mina, not Mina. But the rest of us. I'm actually fairly fragile myself. I don't know where the Saxon's is. <laughs> it's a laser southern axe. Alright, so yeah, you've got, hey, you got 24 damage chips. coming for your guts. 20, how much? 24. <laughs> 24. Yep. Alright, so how much is a normal person hurt from it? 6. 6. So You're so it's me. four wounds for you. A one wound for each white chip. If it had been one did more damage, it would have been a lethal heal? blow incoming. Well, did my did my wounds heal? Sure. Yes, everyone's wounds are better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just spend. Let's, I'll just spend chips. I don't care. Okay. Fine. I ain't getting right, fucked. They're all white yeah. chips. Fight me, Selkie. All right, they're doing so. How how this is how what does I was born for. how does fate align to not get you flippered in the solar plexus? Now here's the thing: the flipper comes down, Clem crumples, <laughs> the selkie stands victorious. Orf orf orf. Got it. And then Clem gets up to their knees, raffle ready, and you see as their coat opens up that they're wearing a selkie-proof vest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that tracks. <laughs> just, just a sucky book is in front of your heart and it blocked it. Yeah, no, that's, yes, that, that works. It's the book about sucky. <laughs> it's, it just is completely flippant. A, a child's thing. garden of selkies. <laughs> yes. By the way, this is, this is going to be impossible to verify, but uh, the waveform of me laughing at that one, it was a little burst, a bit of track, and then a long burst, and it looks just like a seal. <laughs> the shape of bork. The uh, infamous sea borkers. Yeah, your 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 organs are protected from flippering by uh by Selkie and the people who love them. <laughs> by Edward R. <laughs> Not a seal. Okay. Uh sixes. I fucking love this magical nightmare world. <laughs> fives? I'm done though. I so. have two fives. Kinds. I have hearts oh, yeah. and clubs. I've got spades. Clubs are extra effective against the seal. Spades goes oh. for. Oh! <laughs> I'm upset. 
I, I get I, I award you a chip for the, the book thing and take it away for the seal clubbing chip. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you say, can't do that. that. That's, a, that's not fair. You can't retroactively award something just to take it away. <laughs> is it better than just taking one away? I don't think there is one to take away. There's two more. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> uh yeah. Is, anyway, uh Spades takes it. Is there any more improvement to be done on this laser? Um, if you roll particularly well, you can swivel it in a circle. Ooh, nice. You can find a way to detach it from its central mounting and have the whole thing spin. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, to say Gabriel is like lying on his back with uh, tools in hand, uh, wanging wrenches against the bottom of it, uh, holding his breath. Okay. Tinker it. Ten. You wanna chip it? I don't know. Thinking about it. But what what else are you going to use your chips for besides experience? Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll spend the legend chip just to get it back into the circulation. Yeah, that's fair. What does that do? Uh, it it counts as a blue chip for this purpose. Okay. Cool. Noise. Seventeen. Seventeen. That'll do it. All right. So you managed to hammer out some of the supports uh, to Huntington's utter dismay as he starts finishing up the the rotation of the lens. Shut it's up! Like, I know what doing? I'm doing. What I? Oh, oh ho ho! Those were redundant. They were additive, but I understand the need to remove them. Pride is pretty high. <laughs> Even with his body rotting as a support in his laser. <laughs> Especially because his body's rotting as a support in the laser that you said wasn't good enough. He's got a lot of issues with his dad, okay? He's a ghost doctor. He's getting his own sick after this. He doesn't need this. Alright. So, uh, Missy and the demons go off at the same time. I'll give this to Missy. Okay. Um, I'm going to have her... Go ahead, and how far away is he right now? How far away is who? The demon. The seal or the demons? Demons. Um, 20 feet. Okay, and the seal? 10. No, right there, basically. Alright, cool. We're gonna scattergun the seal. Okay. Are you gonna aim anywhere, or just take a shot? Eh, we're just... Steal its skin and marry it. <laughs> I mean, sure. It's our only hope. <laughs> I mean, I'm down if she is, but I, I don't think it'll work out since I'm about to shoot her with a gun. I am unclear how the Lay's getting married qualifies in Deadlands world. Well, you're in the hunting grounds where presumably there are no marriage laws at all. <laughs> uh, 11? It's unkillable then. That's a hit. Well, Roll d d20. Like, till death to okay. Heart 46 really count, or... Well, first hit locations, that's just a d20. Okay, well I also need to see if my gun explodes. Right, roll a d20 to see if your gun explodes. Um, I got a 3 and an 18. Don't add those together. 3 for location, 18 for explosion. Alright, your gun is just barely fine, and you hit it in the flipper. Good day. Alright, uh, yeah, you can get basically get close enough that's a 46. 13 to the flipper. Uh, the 6 should re-roll, shouldn't it? Oh, you're right. And again, 23. Right, 20, 23. All right, between that and the the shot from earlier, the flipper is basically a, a, a 
sort of charneled mess. Uh. It lets out a devastating... <laughs> and it is no longer able to maneuver effectively. Which of my hearts was that? The heart of a club. That was your hearts. Okay. Your heart of gold. Alright, so... My f- my five hearts. Don't let them take it. From the demons get there. Uh oh. And uh, the demons they basically have a have a sick ass rave amongst you guys and <laughs> the hell out of you. Uh, they go on one of their uh, one of their satiric revels and start pummeling the hell out of all of you. Uh, everyone take one wo- automatic wound to the guts. Oof. Can I? Sp- I'm gonna spend it. I have a demon mouth. <laughs> Yeah, you can spend the chip it, if you like. It ruins your silky book because it's not Honestly, silky's like, attacking this time. Because how much is it a minus when you have? It's minus one per wound. Yeah, normally? minus one per your highest wound. It's minus two. I'll spend my white chip to prevent it. I'll take it so I hit harder. <laughs> right, don't get them riled. Yeah, I'll do a <laughs> white chip skinned. to avoid it too. I got plenty avoid, of them. Avoid. Yeah, also avoid it. I'll right, uh, it. Axe takes it. Who needs white chips? <laughs> Alright, you got one left. Um, I will... Like, how effective would it be shooting these demons right now? Uh, I'll say if you roll well enough, you can prevent their next action from uh, hurting you guys. Okay. I'll do the scatter gun on them again. Alright. In reality, this will reflect, like, multiple shots, clearing out all the ones that are close. Seven. Hose them down. <laughs> Seven. Triple sevens. Um, doesn't there's unfortunately no jackpot bonus? Uh, yeah, I know. I'm a little surprised actually. <laughs> See, the one armed bandit was actually built in. Uh, so uh, you fire a scatter gun around and you blast a a number of these demons back into the hell they came from. <laughs> you also doom them for a minute. Yeah. Uh, Shotgun. Do I need you to do the location for them at all? No, you just kill a bunch. Maybe I do. Can whoever's editing this put in like twelve some doesn't explode doom sound effects? <laughs> some seal sounds? No, no, no. It's the doom sound effects oh. from the video game. Doom. Fair enough. Um, I suppose that'll be up to the bravery of whatever editor listens. Um, when was the last time we used sound effects in an episode? Though? Okay, it's true. Um, so we come to the end of the round, and now I will roll hey, to uh, see if the thing is completed. James, yes. do you want any amount of, do you want that damage roll by chance? Um, mm. Sure, you can. It's kind of big. It's 33. All right. The attack was a little lackluster, but given that damage roll, I'll say that a number of them are taken out. Yeah. And uh, oh, We hate scatter guns, we're demons. It's kind of what it's built for this situation, No, I you see, I've got uh, rock salt it in was... there instead of normal bullets. That seems unlikely. Isn't Not that likely. ghosts? Demons. Isn't that uh? Isn't that like Kill Bill Volume One? I don't know. <laughs> Two, but yeah. Oh, oh. possibly yeah. Oni. <laughs> I was mostly joking because I've watched Supernatural too much, but you know yeah. whatever. <laughs> That'll gentle them up some. All right, so now it's time to see if the laser is complete. Oh my. The demon laser is pretty late in Doom, so this is a pretty big jump for us. Oh boy! All right, um, Hunting- Huntington hops off the front of it and just sort of jams his his uh, fists against the side of it and pushes hard. Um, 
Gabriel, you're forced to duck so it doesn't clang you in the head. Yeah. The whole thing spins around on its central axle, and um, with the powerful sound of... Actually, not much sound at all, actually, besides the gentle hum of the power running through it, it drives a laser across the... Uh, it drives a laser across the battlefield over the top of everyone's heads. Everyone, that is, except for the seal. Uh, the seal, un unable to maneuver effectively due to the loss of its flipper, is caught in the side blast and is summarily destroyed. Its essence returning back to the uh, returning back to the void below. The laser comes back to point towards the tree where the the light harmlessly glances off the trunk, and he yells out, "Gabriel, point it down! Point it down!" Uh, I gladly would. Uh, give me a strength check. <laughs> uh, okay. I might be wishing I had that legend chip. What, with a Gitar strength? Nah, you're good. You got three reds, don't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so was even a bust or not? No, not a bust. That you're, you're clear. <laughs> Unless you roll another die and then you get another one. Well, I got the lowest possible result... <laughs> without busting, without yeah. busting, uh, one and a two on, on that two d six. I could roll. I could add a red die to add a d six to it, which on average would take it to five or six. Uh, I'm not sure I can fix this with strength. Not this round, at least. To be fair, I probably shouldn't have had you roll this in the first place, but I'm glad we <laughs> did because it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, no, so he'll you... shove at it and not. Guillaume <laughs> like elbows it and that does it instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Guillaume pushes a little, and uh, the the and Huntington just sort of comes down and like jumps up and wraps his arm around the nozzle of this gun and lets his weight pull it down. God damn it! I got arthritis in that shoulder. <laughs> it it rings a little hollow when you use it to jetpack elbow drop a ghost. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, that that's when uh, that's when someone's life was on the line. Here, it's not quite life-threatening yet. That was his good shoulder that time. So, the nozzle of the device points down into the chasm, and the laser actually appears to be uh, firing at full consistent strength now. Rather than pulling in impulses, it's pulling in a consistent amount of energy. And um, as, as it strikes below, you can almost feel a heavy rumble, and there is a peculiar noise from... Uh, from down below. Everyone can make me a cognition check to sort of discern what it is, and Keen will apply, because it's noticing details. Eleven. Twenty-five. <laughs> I see everything. Six. Alright. And there's like eight for Clem. I stared uh, the eyes of hell. For... Uh, do eyes count? No, this is a hearing check. Damn. I'll say Tarnation. anyone who beats a ten, which appears to be, um... Guillaume and Gabriel will notice that among the roaring sounds of the laser impacting the ground below the great tree, there's the sound of horses whinnying. And at that sound, all of the demons begin to look around in fear and then and completely dash towards the side of the chasm, jumping off. So demons are afraid of horses? Demons hate horses. Yeah. Well, I am safe. <laughs> I have a horse. I am the only... Anyone need to hyper hand my horse? What is this? 
Uh, well, unless you, you unless you have a dream horse, then the dream demon in your brain isn't going to let up. Or uh, something's riding a horse. Should we get a head start then, or should we fight? What are we doing here? I don't think we want to be here. Do you think our that our friend here can get to the door? I could get to I... The, I could get to the door, but I I don't think I could follow you out. But that doesn't mean I can't help you. What did you come in here for? We want your help in removing Darius Hellstrom. I see, I see. Well, I don't recommend my form of transportation. It did not pan out for me. No, but excellent job on the theory. If you have some notes, well, there's nothing left, is there? Actually, actually, actually. He uh g- gets down off the in- from in front of the laser, and he opens up one of the legs. It's one of the legs is formed from a cabinet. And he pulls out a book. He tears a bunch of the pages out and puts it back and puts them back into the cabinet for his own use, leaving little more than three pages in this spiral-bound notebook. And he hands it to you, Gabriel. This is how I will help. He tries to scan over it quickly. Uh, there's a whole lot of equations, and that's that's sort of a lot of it. But you do know that in certain uh, at certain levels of complexity, you've known. Um, equations to hold great power to change things yeah oh look what did you need the gravitational constant for well that was so i did not uh transport myself to a random distance above the earth reasonable but it seems that the only way that this really works is on things that are already doors so he reaches in with a pencil he pulls from uh from his pocket and scratches a few additional notes if you can write this equation on a door, I think that one time, if you open it, you'll be able to open a, open the door to just in front of my beam. We can open a door to the afterlife? Briefly. Not to lasers. To a laser. To a beam. Late. Beam. Right. This will let- Do you have a name for this technology? A diffracted <laughs> collimated uh, light beam? Yeah, one of those. Yes. This will let you turn any door in in the city into a one-time siege engine. Pretty impressive. And appreciated. I'm sorry I can't do more for you. I'm sort of <laughs> busy. Yeah, good luck with that here. Sorry. Good luck. Yeah. Sorry it didn't pan out. Well, everything happens for a reason. It's possible I'm more needed here. Doing this, I'll defend this machine for as long as I can. You have a worthy goal ahead of you. Thanks for your help. You're welcome. Thank you. Give that bastard one shot. Now, should we? He pulls uh, his his revolver and starts firing down the side of the chasm again. Presumably, some things that are coming up the wall. God, jerks his head toward the door a little. Are we worried about the general state of this place? It is a little weird that there's a bunch of demons crawling up. I mean, we could, but how much we can affect it may mean that it's not worth worrying about. All right. Is there further metaphysical, uh, further meta- met- metaphysical uh, theory? No. All right. So I suppose you guys head back to the door. Yep. Yeah. All right. You are once again imbued with the direction to return to where you came from. The door is still held open, but there's a pair of eyes looking through it, wide with shock. Are they attached to a person yes. or? Okay. Because <laughs> demon world. Do we recognize them? Yeah, they're familiar eyes. It appears to be, uh, it appears to be your, uh, your employer. Ah, good enough. 
Yep, take one last huff of air and go out. Um, what? Do you mind? Uh, hmm. Excuse me, excuse me, coming through. <laughs> uh, yeah, making way. Um, how was your trip? Uh, metaphysically taxing. Well, ain't that just and, a peach? And physically, you know, rub his demon slash on his stomach. <laughs> and uh, Huntington's dead. Kind of. Oh, that's a shame. Kind of. That's never a good thing to hear in this town. Well, I mean, no, no he's 100% dead. Yeah, but... But friendly. Yeah, but you still... But he has his clothes. He's still in there, fighting demons. Demons? Dead. And horses and selkies. What the hell is a selkie? Ask our expert. Hey. <laughs> Let me tell you all about selkies. Alright. Fade to black. Yeah, <laughs> Seal demon. The camera pans up above a long half-hour discussion that he was not expecting to have today. (laughs) Yeah. Alright, and that's where I'm going to call the session. It's getting a little late in the night. Yeah. Does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns? No. Does everyone have a decent time? Yeah. Yes. I am concerned. Well, yeah. Yes, I'm just very exhausted. There is some kind of hell incursion. What are you concerned about? Some kind of Helen curse. He's triggered out. Here, we discovered warp travel. That's all. Uh, all right. Yep. I assumed with all the warnings of uh, people being tired that it was going to be like demons charge next time. Like, nah, we didn't have a whole lot left to do on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for that. All right. So on that note, I suppose we'll say good night, Internet. Night, Internet. Thank you for listening. Get it. Get it, Internet.